on these. Another guy and a nip me sin savages. Pay <laughs> oh, no shout out to special for that, Matt Tim. More so you'll get like that. Stories continue to you can hey, do an amen. Keep sending to us, email, text them to us, send us mail them to those, those moments. Great that you remember. Fan, I remember as a fan, why young fan, a big guy, became fan, why eyes and grain, so it's in the deeply community in this. Want to get a little taste of eyes and nays, what by before this is like the game first game, which is like a half a week and at this way. That's good. Horns up quick. Real quick. There you go. Horns up. You go. You'll be out. And uh, you're out now. You're out. You're out. For a couple of days. I'm out. And here's what you need to know. This just in in the NBA after requesting a trade. Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets have decided to move forward with their partnership. GM Sean Marks released a statement saying that they had one goal in mind, and that is to build a lasting franchise and bring a championship to Brooklyn. In golf, Will Zalatoris will not be able to participate in the season-ending tour championship because of two herniated discs in his back. In addition to not playing in the FedEx Cup finale at East Lake Golf Club, he will also not be able to compete at next month's President's Cup. In the NFL, commanders are moving defensive and Chase Young to the reserve, physically unable to perform list, meaning he'll miss at least four four games of the season. Bengals safety Jesse Bates, who had not reported to training camp at start due to failed contract negotiations, reported back to the team today and has officially signed his franchise tag, according to the NFL Network. I'm Monsi Bolaños. Got the insiders. How you play today, from this moment on, is how you will be remembered. That's what living is. That's what the six inches in front of your face. Bringing you what you need to know and a whole lot more you care about. Guests you know and the conversations you came to hear. The Insiders are presented by Proceed. Need seed? Think Proceed. Now, the Insiders. The Insiders. The Insiders. Insiders. The Insiders. Andy Rickoff and Bison great Kyle Emanuel. Welcome on in, everybody. It is a Tuesday edition of The Insiders. Here with you on Bison 1660 inside our Theraldson Ethanol Broadcast Center. I'm looking at an uh, image on uh, the herd with Colin Coward. Looks like Kevin Durant says he's going to stay in Brooklyn. He stopped whining. To do the uh, the baby Kevin Durant voice like we did with Kyler Murray. He's going to stay in Brooklyn, so there's some sports there. We got football around the final week of the preseason. I have a fantasy draft tonight. The world is good. We are in a good spot. Uh, the sports world is coming right back around. The Twins lost again. I don't even care because, you know what, we've got football. They got us to football season. That's the Twins' job. They did that. I don't even care if they're two games back of the division now uh, trailing the Cleveland Guardians, and they played – they lost the team below the Texas Rangers. You can tell I'm just fine with it. I've the, moved on, Micah. The real question is, how many fantasy football leagues are you in? The answer to that is four. Hey, you said more than three. That's where stuff starts to get fuzzy. It starts to get kind of fuzzy. But one of them is, have you heard of like a, a guillotine league? I have. Yeah, I've never done one before. So I, I, And that's not the same level of commitment in week one or week two. So it's just like an extra. Is that guess, what you're preparing for? Yeah. Week one not, or two? <laughs> I'm trying to avoid week one or two, getting your team chopped. If just, I guess it's the lowest scoring team is eliminated each and every, every week. And then those players become available, right? Yeah, on the in free agency, and you can bid for them. Oh, so man. I just don't want to be eliminated in week one or two. I want a chance to actually go and use some of the free agency money, basically. you got to set the bar high. Go all the way. Nope, set the bar low and overachieve. Yep, set the bar low and jump over it. Clear that bar. 
That is that's my advice. It's called under promise and over deliver. Exactly. That's what you do every day when you yep. wake up. Under promise. Tell people you're not going to be good, and then when you're great, they're like, well, "Guy is way better than we thought." It's that perfect. happened to me Sunday night basketball. Yeah. I, I said I'm not that great, and then I went on. For you weren't there, Andy. Yeah. So it was because you weren't there that I went off and had a stellar game. I was almost Jeremy Lin prospect material. By the way, it's his birthday four, today. Four points. Yeah, four points. Turnaround jumper. There you go. Went about two for three and then set the rest of the game. It was great. By the way, those dulcet tones you're hearing, get the gong ready because uh, technically a first uh, co-hosting debut for one Rob Hip was on the show today. That's what we do that for first-time guests. So Thank you for that gong. That was yeah, a great way to get started here. So Andy Rickoff, Micah Bindi, and co-host Rob Hip, the voice of the bison. Not Kyle Emanuel Not today. Kyle. You look like Kyle Emanuel. A little bit. He's more athletic than me. Yeah. A little more built. I've he's got a in, lot of burgers around my belly. He's in Hawaii. We're in Fargo. That's right. I think he wins on this one. Not that I don't Fargo, but I think we can all agree it's not Hawaii. No, not Ever at been all. to the island? I have not. You know, I was scheduled with the previous team I was broadcasting for to go to Hawaii in 2023-24. Bridget got upset at me. Said, yeah. I can't believe you're going to Hawaii. Well, guess what? I chose Fargo over Hawaii. That's Darn right. Here. There you go. Yeah, that's right. I, I do want to get there at some point because of uh, most. I'm a big history buff. World Wars kind of guy, and uh, Pearl Harbor to me just to like to go there and to see it somewhat in person, see the museum, and and kind of live through that history a little bit. You'll like there is a a very famous went to the university was a educator there and wrote a book on not only sports casting play by play. Very revealed in Texas, great man named Bill Brown. He's in his nineties. I'm going to interview him soon, and we'll have to get it up on the the Bison Facebook pages and also up on YouTube. But he's also a history guy. He also served in, in the military in World War II. So okay. he wrote a book about it. And I'm going to have to get that to you, man. You're going to enjoy it. Yeah. Great that, guy. Those are the kind of things I read. I'm not much of a reader of books. I tend to fall asleep or forget what I was reading. But anything that has history or like wars, something where I can actually like tangibly learn something, I usually dive into it. Yeah. We'll Pretty get good. that to you. That'll be you my go. gift to you. Like my, you know, normally when you're the new guy, you get a gift. I'm going to bless you with the gift, Andy. Well, yeah. You come here. We, you have to give us presents. That's Michael, what, what would you like? Uh, I like food. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> food guy now yeah i like i like food, food. that's gonna go on the button bar that was a good one too. Um, yeah you know so i hawaii at some point but kyle emmanuel is living that life right now he'll be back with us next week but rob hosting with us all day today for for two straight hours of live talk radio you ready yeah i got yeah i've got to sit next to you and micah man it's a it's a yeah. big deal today so i'm excited be to be here man yeah i'll be here you know, by now everybody knows new voice of the bison will be hearing rob's voice in all of the uh, football games men's basketball games coaches shows all that kind of stuff Station promos and imaging and stuff, too. You've been – how many promos? I've probably week? cut maybe – I feel like I've did maybe 10, 15, doing a lot more, all yeah. that stuff. Everything happens so quick. And, you know, this opportunity so blessed to be here, and as you know. But everything happens so quick, and now it's crunch time. And we mm-hmm. start thinking, okay, 12 days, right around the corner, football's going to be here. And it's just – it's a great time. Everybody start – do you start – are you feeling that energy finally? I mean, I know you've been doing a lot of work. but are oh, you, yeah. Are you starting to feel the fun energy, or is it still like the – they get all this together, anxiety energy. More of the anxiety energy okay. still. As we are live uh, 11 days, 3 hours, 22 minutes, and, wait for it, 50 seconds away from kickoff against Drake. Mine's Countdown clock yours. on Bison 1660 brought to you by Bud Light. Official view of the Bison. My clock's ahead of yours. Well, I'm at, your I'm at currently 25 seconds. Well, yeah, because it keeps counting down. What are you at right now? Right now I'm at 35 seconds. You're like four seconds behind well, me. You're too fast. So I game day quicker than Andy Rickoff. So, well, maybe you get there and it's not there. Mine's actually accurate. I take accuracy. This isn't the Twitter social media world that you've grown up in, Micah Bindi, you youngster. It's not about who gets out there quickest. It's about who is uh, most accurate with their information. And my countdown clock is right. 
But we're looking forward to uh, the countdown uh, of Bison football. And like you said, there's that excitement. And I think I'll get there next week when it's, it's game week next week. And then that's the excitement right now. It's, we're getting everything ready. Obviously, there's a lot that goes into the production. You know this. I know this. A lot of people do. There's a lot that goes into the production of, of a football broadcast and making sure things sound the way they have sounded for the last couple of years here on this station. We take a lot of pride in that. You Announce, know it. You know it. And yesterday announcing the you know the Bison Report show, and, and Ross is going to be hosting that one, and we got six hours of game day coverage, pregame, and then you know an hour to two hours hotline just off of the network so there's a lot that goes into it but we you know enjoy it once you're there i think once i'm there before kickoff and once we're actually there on a saturday inside the forgo dome and you see the banner going up then i'm like okay we're here the work to get here is done now we're just gonna kind of hit you know sit here and enjoy it and and then talk about it a whole lot which is good you know you you mentioned something and and it's not boasting and it but it but it is taking a lot of pride in in what happens here with these stations and what happens here on bison 1660 but Six hours of coverage. I would put that up against FBS teams. Yeah. I mean, we're talking power five. power five, not just group of five, but power five schools. The in-depth coverage and, and you know, with, with what I wanted to bring here, I wanted to figure out what are new ways that we can engage with fans. How can we get people more excited, more amped up? Now, of course, being able to buy a little booze at the games, that's going to help. Yeah. But as far as the radio coverage, that six hours is just tremendous and and. We're going to see some great things. You know, the show that you talked about that's coming on, and then a segment I'm going to have in pregame called Behind the Bison. I think fans are going to enjoy that. So you'll learn more than just about the football team and the coaches. You're going to learn about people behind the scenes, equipment managers, ball boy. Uh, It's going to be exciting. In fact, today after the show, I'm going to meet with He is going to be our first Behind the Bison segment at pregame on September 3rd. So we're going to hear his take on athletics. Uh, of an importance that brings mm-hmm. to the to the university and to the program. So and a new president, about all that. Yeah. yeah, brand new to, to NDSU. He went through all the students uh, on the campus for the first walking on uh, to NDSU. I wasn't a freshman; I was a, a junior in college. All the pomp and circumstance. I'm sure, Micah, you had the same experience as a freshman walking into the dorms the first time. I was early into the dorms too. I got yeah. uh, I got in the dorms like Wednesday or Thursday, and most people got there, I believe, Saturday, and it was interesting. Uh, going into the dorms, really though, no. you uh, you meet a lot of good friends. Yeah, uh, when you, I still have lifelong friends. Absolutely, when you're in the dorm, cool experience. And I know a lot of our uh, coworkers here at Radio FM Media, whether it be a Bob ninety five or Evan or other you know salespeople here in the building, they're going through the dropping my kid off at college for the first time. And that is something you don't experience yet, Rob, but you know, it'll sneak up on you. Now I've got 70, 17 and a half years, but uh, it'll sneak up. 17 and a half. I was telling Bridget the other day on social media, I said, you know, I'm seeing all these photos of parents taking pictures of kids in dorm rooms. Right. And before you have, like, why are you doing that? Once you become, you realize, not to be judgmental, but then now I'm a dad. And so I realized, you know what, man? Yeah, I'm happy when my daughter goes off to college. One for her, and she's starting to build her life. But then secondly, yeah, that's that's one out of the nest. So people get excited about that. Maybe. Yeah, absolutely. There's I'm no not ready for it though. I've yeah. got 18 oh, years got time. to prepare. I don't time. want her out of the nest right now. <laughs> yeah, you got some time. Don't worry about that one. But I know a lot of our listeners, a lot of parents out there. This is back to school week, right? You're going back to school. You could be a first year, you know, freshman high school, freshman college, senior in in high school. Or like, where did the time go? All of a sudden, you got senior pictures. And I did. Both of you take the first day of out in the front lawn porch. Right we before. kept those going until I got to high school, and then I told my mom, freshman year, this is the last one's here. Too much of a man now. Yeah, exactly. We, this is that embarrassing, was mom. That yeah. wasn't a trend with, with me, because you guys are all under 30 right now. Mm-hmm. 
I'm 38. That wasn't a trend for us. Oh, trust I, me, my first couple of years was more of the disposable camera. It wasn't yeah. uh, digital and on Facebook or anything. That's the number one probably hot selling item right now on Amazon is the little chalkboard with you know what day of what day is this mm-hmm. and what's your favorite color and what's your favorite food. First day of school. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. That's probably the hot selling item. We need to get in the manufacturing business. Selling those little chalkboards of different messages you can put with the first day of school and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. We did get our first day of school meal. That was the thing. My mom would always cook us breakfast, like a special one for the first day of school and for our birthdays, I guess. But other than that, the first day of school was mostly boring for me. What's the Andy Rickoff birthday meal? Uh, there's like an, it's called an egg bake that my mom makes. It's basically eggs, un- English muffin bread. With layers of cheese and more eggs and more cheese, and then there's cornflakes on top of it, and it is to die for. And there's diced ham and bacon in it. Give me all the bacon. Exactly. Uh, extra ham, extra bacon, all that kind of last stuff. Last time I got sick, it was after an English muffin. And have you ever had that moment to where you and then you got sick, and then all of a sudden you never liked it anymore for a while? Did you get sick from an English muffin? I have no idea. Yeah. It was not good. Probably one of the deathliest sick I've been in a long time. This is a little you know, more transparency yeah. here for the audience. But I was young. Wagon wheel pasta. Okay, pasta is pasta, all right? It doesn't matter what shape it is. Yep. But wagon wheel pasta, I will never eat that again because I remember how sick I was when I was a little kid. Even though it tastes like any other type of pasta, right? It's just a shape. So it's but just it's, circular? It's a trigger, man. Okay. So I've never had wagon wheel pasta. Yeah, you don't want wagon wheel pasta. Stay, Stay away. away from that. Stay away from wagon wheel <laughs> pasta. Uh, so we're learning some things about Rob Hip today. Yeah, He's on the show about. with us. We got 13 minutes into the show. We already learned about pasta and a few other things. We want you guys to interact with him as well. So uh, his first full show with us here today, we'll obviously have him on a whole bunch here once we get into the football season. Um, but let us know where he's got to get to in Fargo. What are the, what's the must-go-to uh, restaurant or place for ice cream or thing experience in Fargo? It's going to be a busy time in the fall, but you've got you know a wife and kid, and you've got you know some, some family, some, a couple of dogs, correct? A couple of dogs, yeah, golden yeah. retriever, blue Got to get them out there doing some things. So give us uh, recommendations. You can text them. You can uh, call us at uh, 701-476-1660, the Epic Company's hotline. You can email us at our studio at bison1660.com, the Rick Electric email inbox. And uh, that's how you can interact with us. Or you can comment on Facebook. We've got the Facebook live stream going up right now on our Facebook page, Bison1660, courtesy of Horsch, Farming with Passion. Thank you, Horsch. And thank you guys for following along with us. You can comment there with the have to do what's the fargo must do's or must haves uh for the new voice of the bison and favorite bison memories too i know that's something you asked rob a little while back about you know what are some of the best moments in ndsu football history let us know about them a little bit and they've uh, definitely responded in droves the bison nation has letting you know what some of the the top moments are so we'll get to that also throughout the rest of the show uh today though we do have the missouri valley mix it is a tuesday which means missouri valley mix time todd Catermas with beyond realty and we'll talk uh, UNI football, not on the schedule this year for NDSU, but we will talk about uh, the Panthers and how fall camp has gone for them. Elliot Clough will uh, join us. He is a sports talk host down there in uh, Cedar Falls in that area. Was on with him a couple of weeks ago on his show, and he'll be nice enough to join us on the show. First on the Insider, so just learning more people. Another gong today. Yeah, we've had a few of those last month. Kind of worn that gong out. Might need to buy a new one. Well, we can record a new one anytime yeah, okay, we, we can want, record a but new one. I don't know. I'm I like the classics. Guy. Don't go away. They really don't go away. As so. a as a as a, another gift, I'm maybe I'll get a real gong. You know, maybe a replica one will yeah. be expensive. We'll get a real one. We'll put in here, man. Okay. Give me like a mini one. I can hold and yeah. I'll just like hit the it microphone close to the mic. Boom. Yeah. There you go. They have that at a Mongolian grill place that I went to the other day. So you know, You're if you tip, if yeah. you tip, then you 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 bang the gong, man. 
Yeah. So that'll be you, Micah. <laughs> That's my gift to you. There you, you go. You heard it here gift. first. Now it's on the air, so it's going to happen. He really will. We can go to a lunch. Lunch yep, with Rob Hip. Lunch That's with a Rob. great gift. That's a promo idea right there. Lunch. Uh, so, yeah, let us know the, the embargo. You can, again, text us, call us, email us. You guys know the the drill by now. Or let us know your favorite moments in Bison history. Or if you just got a question, you want to know something about Rob, send him our way. We'll try and ask him here during the uh, the next couple of hours. on the Also at noon, very excited for, <laughs> guess, believe it or not, another first-time guest, uh, Bill Connolly of ESPN, a, a staff writer for ESPN, going to be joining us at noon. You wonder why are we having him on? Not exactly sure what that could be about. Uh, it's about an article he wrote that was released uh, just over the weekend, and I think it would uh, pique the interest of a lot of fans around here. I'll just read you the title, and I think it was that. James Madison's Jump, North Dakota State's Reign, and the FBS vs. FCS Conundrum. That's just the title of the uh, this article by Bill Connolly of ESPN. Talks a lot about uh, JMU, their first year moving up to the FBS level, what the expectations are, why they made the move, how they made the move up. Uh, after Texas and um, Oklahoma decided to make the move to the SEC, and then you had all the trickle-down effect and uh, the fallout of that move. Goes into NDSU, why they're at, how they've been so dominant in the FCS, why they're still at the FCS level a little bit. Some of the things I think fans know about, we've talked about them quite a bit. Geography plays a factor into it. That's mentioned in this article. Uh, but also, what's the future of the FCS? What's it going to look like? What's what's the FB going to look like? Is the Power 5 going to break all that stuff? And I thought it was a really good article. We'll go through it a little bit more in depth before we have Bill on, but he'll be joining us right at noon uh, to go over this article. And I think you guys definitely want that one because there's a lot of hey, it's NDSU and JMU. We know that that rivalry has gone back quite a bit, and Bill touches on that as well early on. North Dakota State took a 20 to 14 lead over James Madison early in the fourth quarter in December's FCS semifinal. That's in the beginning of the article from Bill. So he touches on that rivalry between uh, the Bison and the Dukes over the uh, the last, what, five, six at this point. You can go back that far uh, for that loss for NDSU in the semi-AMU and then pull a national champion. We know the history that those two programs have had in the FCS playoffs. So that's a little bit of the rundown for the show. Make sure you, uh, you tune in throughout uh, the entire noon hour as well. We'll go through some of those moments that have shared with Rob Hip, some of their favorite moments in NDSU history there in the uh, second hour of the show. As always, we proceed home of the right choice and right stuff programs and online at proceed.net. If you need seed, think proceed. Let's take our first break of the show. We'll come back, touch on a few more things, including a conversation with Trey Lance last weekend that's gotten a little bit of run on social media. Trey was nice enough to stop by after the uh, preseason game between the 49ers and Vikings and just give Bison Nation a quick update on how things are going for him out there in San Francisco. We'll play that and uh, touch on his first year here as the starting quarterback of the 40. Come back on the Insiders. Hear the herd here. Bison 1660. I think what makes Proceed win is we're different than the other companies in many ways with our programming, our simplicity, our non-corporate attitudes, and our personal relationship building. What Proceed is we bring back the old-fashioned seed buying experience. We're true seedsmen. We care about everything from the sale to the planting to, to following up afterwards. That's what we're all about is just trying to bring that experience back to a personal level. Need seed? Think Proceed. Proceed.net. Great seed at a reasonable price. 
let your profits get stuck in your truck. Let it slide with Super Slide. Super Slide is a plastic, non-stick, self-lubricating, and seamless liner that eliminates waste in your truck or on your trailer. Super Slide is available in various grades, widths, and thicknesses. And Horn Plastics can have you in and out in no time. Call today to get your installation scheduled so you can get every last dime out of your haul with Super Slide from Horn Plastics. Created and perfected for every Visit hornplastics.com for more information. The Bison 1660 crew is headed your way. Be listening in to the insiders and check out bison1660.com for a list of dates and locations for all our stops on the Bison 1660 road tour as another season of Bison football gets going. We give away Bison swag exclusively from CI Sport plus Bison football tickets and the world-famous NDSU yards on our tour. Plenty of stops around town and a chance for you to watch our live. The Bison 1660 Road Tour is brought to you exclusively by the Bridges Apartments. With over 900 vehicles in stock, Corwin Auto has you covered. Order fuel economy? We have it with hybrids and electric vehicles. Need more room for that growing family? We have it. Upgrade to a van, SUV, or crossover. Need more horsepower to work and play harder. We have the biggest selection of new and used trucks in the area. Get exactly what you are looking for and don't settle when you can shop over 900 vehicles on the lot and rent delivery. Corwin Auto has you covered. Shop online, CorwinAuto.com. Find a realtor, word of mouth is important. And Todd Cattermas with Beyond Realty, I Nation says often. Todd has helped everyone from administrators to broadcasters and former players and their families buy homes in the FM area. So many in Bison Nation trust Todd to buy and sell their homes, and you can too. Call Todd Cattermas with Beyond Realty today or visit him in person at 4832 Amber Valley Parkway in Fargo. Todd is a proud partner and the preferred realtor of NDSU Athletics. Todd Cattermas with Beyond Realty. Moving the herd one home at a time. Stop in today at Bernie's and shop their great select wine, beer, and liquor. From local brews and ready-to-drink cocktails to unique wines and worldwide brands, they're sure to have exactly what you're looking for. Find them on social at Bernie's Wines and Liquors or online at Bernie'sFargo.com. Bernie's Wines and Liquors, serving the FM area for over 50 years. Located Midtown, South University Drive in Fargo and Cheyenne Street in West Fargo. Your best times begin, begin at Please drink responsibly. Two hours of sports talk every weekday, 11 to 1. Well, well. Oh, my gracious. Now, let's get the items. Welcome back to the Insiders here with you live inside our Theraldson Ethanol Broadcast Center. Great place to work there at Theraldson Ethanol, and you can uh, do so going online to theraldsonethanol.com. They are one of the largest ethanol plants in the country, 175 million gallon per year ethanol plant located just west of Castleton. Again, online at theraldsonethanol.com to fuel your future and join their growing team. Andy Rickoff, Micah Bindi, and the voice of the Bison, Rob Hip, here with us. Send us your uh, your recommendations for what Rob needs to do in Fargo, around Fargo, in North Dakota as well. If you got maybe travel ideas for later on, obviously we've got football season and then basketball season, but later on, send those ideas. Or if you have a question, you just want to learn something about Rob Hip, we already know. Bridget, wife, Braylon, daughter, who is how many months at this Nine point? Nine months. Nine months. There you go. Fast. So you just very new parent, learning that as well as a move across the country and a new football team. So you're just taking on everything at once. Yeah, and... That's the other thing, too, is I have to leave tomorrow morning, Yep. fly back to Texas, figure out how to load. By the way, they don't guarantee reservations anymore. Yeah, you told me that. Which is kind of nerve-wracking, but I'm just going to trust everything's going to work out. 
get the house packed, get everything, make that nice two-day, 12-hour, 18-hour Mm-hmm. Back up here to far- two dogs and a baby. We and do a the uh, the Fargo to Frisco every year. We're reversing it. We're, you're reversing it. We're Huntsville to yeah to Fargo. That's right. There is a a Bison Tracker app free to download, and uh, it's not really live right now, but it's always live whenever there's a long trip. It'll probably be live when uh, it's NDSU to Arizona week. They'll probably well, make that one live, be. and you can just see the migration basically of everyone that ha- has the app. It has a geolocation that just tracks your. The yeah. Bison fans' migration to wherever they're going, and so. man, shout out team makers for how they travel too. Yeah. You know, they're they're taking the charter over there, I believe, to Arizona. Yep. I was talking to some guys there, got to have breakfast with a few folks, and you talk about a community that is so connected. I'm not talking about just Fargo, but all of Bison Nation. Team makers are doing a great job. I've enjoyed getting to know some of those guys. Yeah, Derek Lane does a phenomenal job running that thing, and uh, he'll be joining us, I think, next well, and kind of giving us some information on what's going on with them uh, coming up for this next new season. By the way. Uh, booked officially, we'll have the the head coach will be on on Friday, Matt Entz, as he is every Friday, but also the AD, Matt Larson. So Matt Entz and Matt Larson will both be on uh, this show on Friday. So looking forward to hearing the latest from them. Obviously, some new things happening at the Forgotome with the alcohol sales and a whole bunch of other stuff that we'll get into with uh, Matt Larson on Friday. You do have a couple people chiming in uh, on the text line again, 701-476-1660. My not, my not, western portion of the state. Helping you out there. Says, uh, welcome to the team. Whatever you do, don't eat the lutefisk. The lutefisk. Have you heard of lutefisk? I don't, should I Google this first before you I start probably, talking about it? You probably should. Um, lutefisk is a food. It is a fish. It's Ooh. herring. Pickled herring. It is you said a, hairy. I was like, yeah. I don't want to eat a hairy fish, man. <laughs> <laughs> no fish either. A uh, herring type of fish, a herring, but it's, it's pickled and brined and stuff. Scandinavian thing, which is big in this part of the country, is a lot of... Scandinavian festivals and all the things that go on. Epic Companies is putting one of them on, one of our sponsors here, uh, the Norse Host Fest. But, uh, yeah, Lutefisk is one thing I've tried once. There's a lot of family members, you know, Norwegian descent and, and all that, but we're Swedish. But I wouldn't recommend it. I don't, I'm not a big fan. If you cook it, it reeks up your oh, house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It smells then. So it'll probably make your breath smell too. Yeah. It says that only it's only natural that the descendants of the Vikings – Perhaps the greatest tough guys would celebrate a food prepared with a caustic and highly dangerous substance, loot fisk, codfish. Yep. So is it dangerous to eat also? Uh, I think it, it changed since whenever the Vikings made it. I yeah. don't think it eat. No. Uh, except for uh, the smell is dangerous. It <laughs> smells gross, and it doesn't taste that great. So uh, it's, one, it's one of those things as like someone that grew up around this area, I wanted to try once to say, like, okay, I've had it, but I'm not going to have it again. So maybe that's the same thing for you if you just want to like ingrain yourself in the community, have Lutefisk. But. This is from the Smithsonian Magazine, so it has to be legitimate. It's not oh, Wikipedia yeah. or mm-hmm. one of those you can alter. It says, right. it says that it is consumed in the United States of it in church and lodge basements. Maybe because of the yeah. – so you oh, go yeah. to the church basement and eat this fish. And I think one of the reasons they did it, the way they called it, you know, preserves it. It lasts longer, basically. Okay. So in- instead of, of Lutefisk, have you had Lefsa? I, I have never heard of that either. Yep. Lefsa, that's Much the better. go-to. You can have it any time of the day. It's a great snack, great breakfast food. It's potato-based, too, so I can bring some Lefsa in here Basically for you. Basically a giant potato, like, I don't know, it's, it's like, a, a it's like, like thin like a cream. Put some, like, butter, sugar on it, maybe even some And it actually fruit. tastes very good on that one. So Lefsa's the way to go. Lefsa's the best, like, Scandinavian food, yeah. in my opinion. I would agree with you. 
for the most part. So there's a couple of items for you. But Dave and Minette says stay away from the loot fisk. What uh, about what about the wood? The what is this? Buy some chippers. Chippers. Yeah, we're gonna get to that. Store. Okay. Chippers are great. I'm a big Mike fan is of those. Excited over oh here. yeah, I love those. <laughs> big fan of that stuff. Uh, Greg and Lamore, uh, welcome to Bison Nation, Rob. Just with the, the horns up symbol, so that was just a very friendly one. Didn't ask a question. Are basically a potato chip dipped in chocolate. Okay, that sounds yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Have you gone over to the wood chipper yet? I have not. That's got to be honest. It's, uh, ever seen the, the show Fargo, or the movie, or anything? People told me to like stay away from that, to stay away because it wasn't a good depiction of Fargo. No, it's not a great depiction. Some people don't. I think they overemphasize the accent a little bit. It's all typical upper Midwestern things, but they over. It's not. I don't think it's a great show or awesome representation, but yeah, it's kind of cool. The people say Fargo is y'all. Is that a common word here? I've heard a few people say y'all. That's a Texas thing. Mm-hmm. Y'all. It's in a while, but it's not at all a common phrase for us upper Midwesterners. I think You'll it's hear ope. Yeah, ope. ope. We actually have a bet going on in the uh, in the office of when you're going to say either ope. Or uh, you betcha. Okay. That's another. Oh, you betcha. Yep. That's uh, one that everyone likes to throw around. Uh, or if you're like, you, you apologize for something that's not your fault. Oh, that's I do like that the all big, the time. That's the big oh, Midwesterner man. thing. Is that, is that okay? Because I do that all the time. That's totally I've, fine. I had people in Texas say, why are you apologizing? I said, I don't know. It just, you know, it brings that sense of, hey, man, everything's all right. Yeah. All is well. I apologize. Calming presence. But it's not even my problem. Exactly. I tell my mom that, although I love my mom. You got to love your mom, man. I love my mom. She always apologize. So I'm talking to her on the phone the other day. She drops the phone and says, I'm sorry I dropped the phone. I said, Mom, that's not your fault. Everything's okay. Well, I'm sorry it messed up the call. No, Mom, it's okay. Love my mom. Mom, if you're listening, by the way, you know I love you. <laughs> she's a Bison fan now. She's she's, she's changed her allegiance to that team Gotta go to the Bison in East app. Texas. She likes green better than orange. Yeah, green. Well, green's better... My favorite color is orange, only because it's also a fruit, and I like multitasking, so it works. Yeah. But uh, green and yellow is also phenomenal colors, obviously. And we're happy your mom is listening. you got to get her that free uh, Bison 1660 app powered by Thunderseed. That's right. And she can listen all the time. Um, so, yeah, keep sending us your recommendations. We do have uh, the chippers have been mentioned. And somebody else, was it on Facebook? On Facebook, yes. Uh, I believe it's uh, Karen. She said we better get him on the Ferris wheel at Shields. Okay, Ferris wheel at Shields from Karen in the Berg, probably be my guess on that one. Uh, and yeah, Shields Ferris wheel gets you up there. I've been. It's cool that that place is. It's like a family destination. So you know, I, I was at church Sunday, get out, and I noticed just families flooding Shields. I had to go over there and get a knee brace. I'm at that mm-hmm. age where I've got to wear a knee brace now when I play basketball. I'm probably about two years out of having to wear a knee brace every day just to walk around. Bison name not falling apart. Uh, trust me. All right. Everything's good. But I was over there. I saw the Ferris. Well, they even have an, a, an area, I guess, where you can take pictures. It's kind of a little elevated where the stairs are. Pretty cool. Yeah. It's a great spot. So you got to get you over there, and hopefully the Ferris wheel doesn't get stuck when you're at the top. Well, I, I appreciate that, do that. Yeah. Shout out uh, to Karen for the that recommendation. By the way, Darla Jean saying also add oofta to the list of words you might say. Oofta. Oofta. That's upper Midwest. Oofta. Oofta. Ah, oofta. Exactly. So eventually, when you're up here long enough, we'll, we'll ditch the y'all, and we'll get you into, oh, you betcha, and oofta. I want to hear some some of my really awesome farm buddies down in, you know, there's a lot of cattle down in Texas, of course. I want to hear a guy out on the farm being like, oofta. We'll try and get one out there for you. Yeah. I'm sure there's somebody listening in their tractor right now, or the combine, or something like that one, sending a little video recording or something <laughs> to our uh, our studio inbox. Uh, we got to take a break, though. We got to come back. We do have the Missouri Valley mix to get to some real hardcore, hard-hitting football topics, so we'll talk with uh, Elliot Clough and talk about UNI football on the Missouri Valley Mix when we come back.
Where the bison roam. Bison 1660. Tired of your vehicle sounding like this? Want it to sound like this? Or this? The exhaust experts at Brunz Automotive can help you. From exhaust, oil changes, brakes, alignments, and more, there's nothing the ASC certified technicians at Brunz Automotive can handle. With three generations of automotive experience, you can trust Brunz to get the job done right. Check them out on Facebook or at BrunzAutomotive.com. Looking to add some and brighten up the inside of your home? Maybe you have an outdoor project or you're looking to update in the garage. Then the team at JDP Electric should be your first and only phone call. JDP Electric makes the process easy. Their dedicated team of professionals can assist with any size project or idea you may have and even provide a few ideas they see that fit your budget as well. Don't mess with the electricity. Make sure to call in the pros. 1-232-1991 today to experience the JDP difference. We all want to be part of a winning team, right? Marcus with Steamatic, and I am very proud of our team. Industry experts have voted Steamatic the best method of cleaning with our patented steam cleaning process, our 24-hour service, and highly trained technicians. We do it all from carpet cleaning, air duct cleaning, fire and water damage restoration, and remember, Bison Fanatics... Your new career is waiting at Hired Job Fair. Hired is presented by Northern Pipe Products and Titan Machinery in conjunction with Job Service North Dakota. At Hired, you'll meet employers from a wide variety of industries who are all looking for employees now. Hired is today from 1 to 4 p.m. at the Delta Hotel. Bring your resume and come dressed to impress. It's the Hired Job Fair presented by Northern Pipe Products and Titan Machinery in conjunction with Job Service North Dakota. Today from 1 to 4 p.m. at the Delta Hotel. Hey, folks, don't let bad credit hold you back from buying a car. Corwin Public Wholesale can help you get financed today. Visit CorwinWholesale.com or stop by their location on 38th Street South. And Corwin Public Wholesale has helped thousands of people who have bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, repo, divorce, or late payments. And with their financing power, Corwin Public Wholesale can get you into any vehicle today. They accept all credit applications. Apply today, drive today at Corwin Public Wholesale. Living at the Bridges has been a great experience for me, and I'm inviting you to come check it out too. Hey, it's Phoenix Rolls. The Bridges has all in- that means internet, cable, electric, water, everything is included in your one monthly payment. And it's right across from NDSU, so I can walk to practice and workouts. The amenities are insane. A fitness center, outdoor courtyard with fireplaces and grills, cyber cafe, and an automated convenience store. Tour today to find out more or go online at BridgesND.com. Missed portions of today's show? Go to bison16.com to listen to the podcast or find us on Facebook and Twitter at Bison1660. Welcome back into the Insiders today here on Bison1660. As always, brought to you by Proceed. Fun conversations in the break. Yes, Oofta, Ope, You Betcha. This is just Minnesota. So, ever played the game? I'm going to call it this, even though it's not Duck, Duck, Goose. Yeah, of course. Okay. Well, you've been playing it wrong the whole time. Why is this? No, don't listen to Andy. Duck, Duck, Gray Duck. It's not Gray Duck. It's a Minnesotan thing. Uh, Everybody, literally Minnesota is the only state, only people ever Duck, Gray Duck. But we do that because then you can, like, when you're going around, it's Duck, Duck, and you can go Green Duck, and they think you're going to say Gray Duck, but you kind of fool them. So that's the main reason there. Uh, And that's why it's the better way, the preferred way to play that, that game as well. 
Uh, so those other upper Midwestern things will get you used to as a, a man from Texas. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking to get ingrained. So thank you, Andy. We will get you there at some point. I, I don't even know. And I've looked. Um, and then you have a winter coat. Someone's now asked that. Do you have a coat that uh, you trust for the winter? I've, I've got a Carhartt. I mean, is that a pretty is that a pretty a good, good brand? Is that a, is that Carhartt's a, good, a great brand. Is that a good coat for up here? Yeah. I've never had a Carhartt coat, but I would imagine it's really, really good. Yeah. Or the North, that's a big brand I see around quite a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they're. I'm sure okay. we'll get you something. Okay. We'll get you something yeah. that will do, might even do it over at Shields. Uh, we'll get you something that will prepare you well and we'll take care of you for the winter. I did have I've a sister. I've heard it's supposed to be like an awful winter. I'm like, well, I did have a sister because everyone's asked me, are you ready for the cold? I had a sister that lived in Brookings. She went to college, of course. She was in Brookings, south of here. You know where I'm going with that. Mm-hmm. She lived there 17 years. I got to experience a couple of those blizzard winters. Yeah. Let's just say it was uh, it was a it was a good time. Yeah, prepare yourself. They're not uh, the easiest things, but keeps the riffraff out. You know, keeps the tough people stay here because you know hey, right. this time of year just this time of year in the Upper Midwest. But right now on a Tuesday, we always do the uh, Missouri Valley Mix. Let's open it up. The Missouri Valley Mix, the Northern Iowa Panthers. And for this, we have a first-time guest that will be stopping by. Elliot Clough is his name. You and I, insider and the host of. Corn stocks and sports talk down there in uh, Cedar Falls. We have the gong. There we go. First time guest. Nice enough to join us. Gong for the first timers. Elliot was nice enough to have me on his show a little while back, so made the call, and he's going to be nice enough to join us today. Uh, Elliot, great to have you here on the radio show. How you doing, sir? Andy, I'm great, man. Thanks for having me on. I uh, I know I've lived here in in Iowa pretty much my whole life. A little bit of Wisconsin too. I can I can tell you that you guys are right. It is going to get cold. Don't want to talk about that right now, but <laughs> but yeah. Uh, if there's anything I can provide, it's uh, definitely hope. That is definitely that is so much a Midwest thing. That and uh, Iowa nice down here. I think Minnesota nice is a thing too. Yeah, Minnesota nice, Iowa nice, land of ten thousand lakes is also a Minnesota kind of phrase. Um, have you ever heard of Lutefisk or Lefsa? Uh, Lutefisk, Lutefisk I've heard yes. of. Isn't that like a fish? Yes, correct. Lutefisk. Some people pronounce it different ways. That was something yeah, one of our listeners proposed to Rob over here as a man coming from Texas to uh, to not try out, to stay away from, actually, and I can attest to that one. Uh, we're, t- we're here to talk with you, though, about football and not about fish that are being pickled uh, or potato <laughs> pancakes, which is basically what Lefsa is. Uh, you and I, fall camp, been the reports? What have been the, the position battles that have been won, and how are things going for the Panthers? Right. So yesterday uh, it was officially uh, put out that, that C.O. Day, Coach Mark Farley told me that C.O. Day will once again be the starting quarter this year. That was one of those things that I think fans just kind of generally knew. Though Matt Morrissey, backup quarter, getting some first-team snaps in there. He is very talented. He can definitely fling it, but... Theo coming back after last season where you and I went 5-5 five and five under Sean Watson as the OC. Of course, Bodie Reeder and Ryan Clanton taking over the, the offense this season. Bodie Reeder uh, has spent some time with Eastern Washington. I think we all know uh, the type of offense they brought to the table. And then he's also been on staff with Auburn. So he's coming in and joined Ryan Clanton, who's been on offensive line, uh, the, the offensive line coach, rather. And, and they're really reshaping the offense. I've heard a lot of good things about not only Reader, but but the offense taking a leap as a whole, too. I don't think Coach would necessarily agree with that, just because he has a very, very, very high standard. But I, I've heard that I've heard that from players, that the offense is definitely taking a leap. And then, of course, you look at the UNI defense, and it's it's a Coach Mark Barley defense. So they're, they're always going to be uh, among the best in the country. 
But uh, as far as you know, position battles go, the really, really the only ones that that to mind that has been at the that quarterback competition. Other than that, you know, uh, these guys are, are are pretty much locked in to start. Of course, um, you, you look at the roster and, and the names that pop off are are Benny Sapp and, and Spencer Cuvillier on defense, and then of course Theo Day on on the offensive side. And that wide receiving group they've got this year is deep. And defense too. The, the the secondary is absolutely loaded. Some FBS transfers coming in, and so uh, it, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a great year for you and I football. Obviously, uh, the MBFC is is cutthroat. It, it it's it's a bloodbath. So so we'll see how they measure up to the rest of the competition. But but I have expectations for you and I football this season. We want to go at that quarterback position first. You mentioned Theo Day winning. I guess really that battle. Played a lot last year. I thought there were some bright moments. They've been looking for maybe more of an electric pass the last couple of years. I thought he provided a little bit of that in certain spots or certain moments. How close of a battle do you think it really was? And what are the things Mark Farley's saying that Theo Day has, has done to improve and, and help that offensive passing game? I'll tell you what, it was very close at one point in time. The staff told me that at the beginning of camp that is probably 70% percent Theo, 30% Matt Morrissey, and as he told me, it was about 55-45. That, that's what it switched to. And then, this last week, Theo, and he had a moment with, with Coach Reader where he said, don't worry about Matt. Don't worry about that competition. Just settle in, play how you know to play, and and, and get comfortable, and that's exactly what happened, and, and Theo separated himself. I, I think, and it's another thing that, that a different member of the staff told me, is that the deep ball is really what separated Theo um, over this last week, not only making all the right, well, not all the right reads, but, but more of the right reads um, and, and feeling more comfortable and confident in that position, it's it's the ability to connect on the deep ball. And when you have speed receivers like Quan Hampton and Deion McShane, you gotta you gotta be able to hit the deep ball, right? But um, that that and the fact that uh, it, it's confidence, right? I mean, Theo's been out there and he's done it before. He played in eleven games last year, one. And so he, he's done it before. He's coming from Michigan State, of course, three-star transfer, um, uh, one of the biggest recruits in, in Michigan that year, the top quarterback in Michigan that year. And so Theo, is mostly, mostly it's the confidence because Matt Morrissey has a lot of a, a lot of the tools that that a lot of quarterbacks you want in them. But but Theo's been there before; he's done it. Yeah, Theo Day last year you mentioned eleven games. I got. Uh... You know, season high twenty eight in the rushing category. So not necessarily a, a dual threat quarterback, but three hundred three yards against South Dakota passing, a couple of passing touchdowns against Missouri State. That overall a, a fairly decent year. You mentioned some of the receivers too. I think you and I and NDSU are in kind of similar situations there at the receiver position. NDSU, you lose Christian Watson, super electric, but you feel like, hey, we got Phoenix Pearls. He's played a lot of games and a lot of snaps, and he's done a lot of things. And you got some other younger guys that. Or, you know, have proved themselves at least a little bit last year. And then you look at you and I, you, you lose Weston, who was as receiver as maybe that program has ever had. And he gets, you know, into an NFL camp and into an NFL roster here in, in the uh, preseason. But you still have McShane. You still have Hampton. You have guys that are proven there as well. Uh, how deep do they go at wide receiver? And who could be some difference makers there, maybe outside of those two guys? I tell you, Andy, you know, uh, barring health, it's ridiculously deep. I, I don't think I've ever seen a wide receiver group this deep at, at UNI. Probably, probably, you know, in my time covering them, obviously, but um, I could probably say the same thing about this. But uh, receivers, of course, you mentioned Dion, you mentioned, and then there's a player that 
MVFC teams have seen a very small amount of, and it's Logan Wolf. The Cedar Falls native, he was the Des Moines Register Athlete of the Year when he was a senior, and he just has not been able to stay healthy. It's been that injury bug just coming up on him and biting him every year, and he is a freak athlete. I'll tell you that right now. Um, he's going to play. He's going to play a lot. And, again, that's, that's assuming that, that he remains healthy. And then you go into the guys that have kind of been around, maybe not – uh, not, maybe not stars, but they're consistent. And you think of Sam Schnee, who's a guy, I, I tweeted about it last night. I was at UNI football practice. He's just a guy that finds the ball. And, and Theo, it, he really sees him as, you know, he might not be the first option, but he's a guy that's going to get the ball. He's going to make the right play. He's not going to turn the ball over. You know, fumbles aren't, it, it's just not going to happen with Sam Schnee. And then from FBS schools like Peter Udoibach, who's coming from Minnesota, and then Desmond Hudson, who's coming. Hudson had some injuries over the spring and the summer, but he's a guy that is expected to, to come in. And and, and even the, the tight end group, you're looking at Jaden Scott, who had some injuries. Alex Allen is coming back. Lane Pryor. Um, there's, there's pass catchers everywhere for my offense. Um, and, you know, last year they we had the injuries with, with Isaiah West, and they had the injuries with Quan Hampton, and they really had to – dig deep and bring some of these guys up. Sergio Morancy was a true freshman last year, and he came in and played. He'll play this season, too. And so guys that are coming in that have that experience, and there's guys with this crazy level of talent that are coming from the FBS. So it's it's every spot, there's there's something they're bringing to the table. And this this wide receiver group, I mean, I'll say it again, it's, it's I've never seen it be this deep here at UNI. And Elliot, Elliot Clough here with us, host of Corn Stocks and Sports Talk, which I absolutely love that name, uh, joining us on the Missouri <laughs> Valley Mix. You mentioned Ryan Clanton, offensive coordinator, offensive line coach as well. I know there's been some continuity things the last handful of years, maybe more than a handful of years now, about just kind of keeping the same voices, the same play calling. They lost an offensive coordinator a couple weeks before the spring season back there in 20, uh, or 2021, I guess, in that spring. And then his first full year. He's going into kind of season three, but it's really like you know the center of, of this offensive system. How much do you think that the players have it down? How much do you think it's it's continuing to grow? And what do you think it will look like here in, in year number two? Right. So with with Clanton and Bodie Reader uh, co-leading the offense, it's been a mixture. I, I you know when I first heard about Reader coming, in, I was excited, and I, I think a lot of UNI fans did too, just seeing what he'll bring to this offense. But then you think about it: Did he be the third or fourth OC in the last three or four years between Ryan Mahaffey and Sean Watt and Reader coming in. And I think the move by Coach Farley and making Clanton the co-offensive coordinator was incredibly smart because you're getting some familiarity. You're getting a guy who um, the, the players like. They like being around. He's beloved by the offensive line especially. And and then you're bringing in this new face who's done it before, led offenses, who scored points. I thought that was really smart Farley. Secondly, uh, with with Reader and, and the install of the offense, it's taken a little while. And I talked to the Reader at, at spring ball, and, and he told me he exactly <laughs> thrilled with how far it had come out, and they were still working on conditioning. Um, and, and, you know, Coach Farley, you know, it, it's hard to get him to say anything positive. <laughs> but <laughs> but he, uh, he, he does think that the offense is coming along. And, and I think Reader, and I don't think, I know Reader does as well, it's not where they want it to be. I, I think it's going to take it a lot to, to get where it wants to be, to get it fully installed. The right guys know it like the back of their hands, just because it is there is a level of volume that we haven't seen at UNI in a long time. 
But I, I think it's one of those things that's going to progress as the season goes along, right? I mean, and, and you get that when you get new members of the staff. You get that when you get new new offenses coming in. So I think it's going to, to be frank, I mean, I, I tweeted out the stats from the offense under Sean Watson, and it's not good. So, you know, there's there's really nowhere to go but up, but I do think it's going to progress throughout the season. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting combination again here this year, and Theo Day will be the man that, uh, that that mans that position. Last question for you, just quickly. Since you, you thought that battle was close here in fall camp, if Theo Day, let's say, has a couple of bad games early on, do you think they make a switch? They've done that in years past. I think it's possible. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we don't really have a huge frame of reference for Matt on the field, right? I mean, I've seen him in practice. Like I said, he can sling it. And, and I was told by, by several people on the staff that it's like uh, they've never seen a guy who throws it so – it's just so easy. It's like it fires out of his hand and he's just, you know, throwing the ball around in the backyard. But, you know, the only thing we've really seen from him is against Eastern Washington in that playoff game last year where he went 10 of 28 through 10. So it's, it's a possibility. Would I say it's likely? I don't. I think Theo's the guy. I think Coach Farley's going to roll with him. It's not like uh, the last season where it was Will McIlvain for a game and a half and then Theo Day. Because I think last year the difference was, you know, Day was a Michigan State transfer. He's this guy who's coming in and was this huge recruit. Then you got Will McIlvain, who was a, or, uh, a walk-on. And so there's a there's a big difference between these two situations. Out of the realm of possibility with Coach Farley, but I don't necessarily in 2022. Okay, Elliot Clough, nice enough to give us some time and uh, host again of Cornstalks and Sports Talk. You can find him on Twitter. Uh, I follow him. You guys should as well, at Elliot Clough, E-L-I-O-T-C-L-O-U-G-H. Elliot, great first appearance. Great to have you on. I appreciate the time today. Andy, appreciate you, brother. There you go. Talking some UNI football. Again, not on the schedule this year for NDSU. Expect to compete somewhere near the top of the Missouri Valley Football Conference. The Missouri Valley Mix brought to you by Todd Cattermas with Beyond Realty every Tuesday here on the show. When it's time to be moved, Todd to assist you with all your real estate needs. Call 701-371-4234 or stop by 4832 Amber Valley Parkway in Fargo. Todd Cattermas with Beyond Realty, moving the herd one home at a time. We'll take a break. We'll come back, wrap up our number one, get you ready for the second hour of the show, talking some new NDSU and the future of the FCS. You're listening to your home for NDSU sports. Bison 1660. The second annual El Zagel Fun Challenge, Sunday, August 28th. You could win cash prizes from Nielsen Chevrolet Cadillac, Gateway Chevrolet Cadillac, Dutchman Harley-Davidson, RDO Moorhead, Tito's Handmade Vodka, Camping World, Fargo Force Hockey, Town and Country Credit Union, Buffalo Wild Wings. The hole-in-one challenge is on all nine holes, plus cash prizes for closest to the pin and putting. It's the second nine holes in one challenge to help all El Zagel. At e-z hole-in-one.com. Invest with Epic Companies. Hey, this is Mac. Have you been looking to diversify your portfolio and dive into real estate? We offer multiple types of investing through our mixed-use buildings and entertainment plazas. If you are an accredited investor and interested in hearing more about the investment process and how you can be part of enhancing the quality of life in the area, visit epiccompaniesd.com to review our investment options. That's epiccompaniesnd.com. Businesses should know the consultant. 
Consolidations has the only data center in the FM area that is SOC 2 certified. That means Consolidated has tested reliable systems in place to protect your valuable data. That's more important than ever with today's security concerns. Many business insurance companies require SOC certification at data storage facilities. You should work with a local data center that is SOC 2 certified. Scalable, cost-effective data center solutions for your changing business needs. Slash data center. Lunseth Plumbing and Heating is now hiring apprentice plumbers, journeyman plumbers, HVAC service techs, and plumbing service techs. Apply online at lunseth.com or stop by their booth at the Hired Job Fair on Tuesday. Diesel techs come best and earn up to a $5,000 hiring bonus. Boss Truck Shops is now hiring diesel mechanics and a service rider. For more information or to apply, go to BossTruckShops.com or stop by their booth at the Hired Job Fair on Tuesday. What's cooler than heating your water with an electric water heater? Let me think about that. Saving money at the same time. Yeah, that is cool. With an electric water heater, you can cut your electricity rates in half with off heating. It's efficient, too. And you can get up to $700 just for installing one. I like what I'm hearing. It's the and cool way to heat your water. Visit CassCountyElectric.com to learn more about an electric water heater. This summer, I'm planning to make memories for a lifetime. Sightseeing, adventures, long weekends, and the activities I love most. I know my memories will be clear because my vision is vivid thanks to LASIK from Vance Thompson Vision. All the summer activities I love are better with LASIK because I'm free to enjoy life and see the bright, beautiful colors. To make this your best summer yet, visit VanceThompsonVision.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. You need advice. They may not be your guys. You want answers. Want- you can't handle the truth. But if you need information on NDSU, then they got you covered. It's the Insiders on Bison 1660. 11.55 on the show. Last segment of the first hour. Second hour's got plenty left. We still want you to uh, to chime in, text us, or call us. 701-476-1660, Epic Companies Hotline. Recommendations for Rob Hip around Fargo. What he's got to go experience. Where the best you know pizza is. Where the best. Uh, or if you got questions for me, you're, you're wondering what uh, you know favorite color, any of those kind of th- type of things. What's the name of the dogs? Two dogs. Because maybe someone has that question right now, and they can. We chime don't want to steal that. Yeah, don't want to steal that question from them. But uh, <laughs> chime in, or you can also make a Facebook page our horse cam up and operational for you right there. Facebook Live on uh, Bison sixteen sixty on Facebook Horse Farming with Passion online at Horse. Dot com. We do have one more person, good friend of the show, Tyson Willis, father of former Bison offensive lineman Zach Willis. Um, he's incorrect here, but I'll read his tweet verbatim. Whatever Andy, or, whatever Andy or anyone else at Bison 1660 says, the Fargo bubble is not real, Rob Hip. Hashtag go Bison. He is completely incorrect. The Fargo bubble is real. That is a weather phenomenon that uh, is debated in this area. But basically, uh, you'll you'll realize that when we get to winter, a lot of the bad storms, now some of them will still hit Fargo directly, uh, but some of the bad ones tend to just make a, a a route around Fargo, and it makes a circle around you know Fargo, Moorhead, West Fargo area because it's more densely populated than all the surrounding towns. It creates more heat if you get into the busier part of the day with more cars, and it causes the weather to disperse to less populated communities. The meteorologist, Andy, today, yes. by the way. Mm-hmm. You know, in my pre... In my previous life, 
I wanted to be a meteorologist. That was where I was going. When I was a kid, I always wanted to be on radio, and I wanted to be a meteorologist. Okay. And so I met some guys in in, uh, in that industry. But there is a lot of math, Andy, that you got to study. And so and I'm not good at math. So but the Fargo bubble is real. I'm convinced. All right. There's been I'm, enough completely missed Fargo in like an hour to the south. They have nine inches of snow and. In, Power lines are down, ice storms and stuff. Well, I've I'm got a team Fargo bubble. Fargo bubble is real. Well, I've got friends in Texas mm-hmm. right now. The lakes, we have a little bit of a lake property in central Texas I bought years ago. Get this for $1,800, which is amazing. <laughs> I'm holding on to that. But the lake has lost so much water just because of the drought. And then all of a sudden, Dallas, not even a tropical system, gets hammered. I don't know if you guys have seen that on the news. One area, 15 inches of rain in 24 hours. There was literally 18 wheelers with water over the cabs. People getting out of their cars inside. Unbelievable. Crazy. Weather is a crazy thing and also crazy because the Fargo bubble, it's a real thing. So take that, Tyson. But we the text in to the program. Also, uh, a phone call right now from our good buddy Fargo, a very loyal listener to the show. John, how you doing, sir? we got about a minute left here. Okay. Uh, welcome, Rob. Uh, you sound like... I like your voice already. You got some depth to it, and you're articulate. So I'm really looking forward to hearing you call the ball games. Um, you probably have addressed it, may not. Um, I haven't heard it. Maybe for the benefit of me and others. Where did you grow up? What were you involved with in high school? Were you in FFA? Were you in music? Were you in sports? And in college, if you can just give us a little background there, how many kids you have, and things like that, I'd be interested. Thank. Sounds good. Thank you, John. Always appreciate him uh, calling in. Checks in the mail for giving a nice comment to our guy here, Rob. What uh, family growing up? Where'd you grow up? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, John, I'll make it real quick. I know we're we're getting close to that top of the segment, but appreciate you, man, calling in. Grew up in Central Texas, north of Austin. Uh, it was a, a small community then, about four or 5,000 people. It's grown to over 100,000, so was really ingrained there. A town called Georgetown, Texas, and uh, made my way to East Huntsville, of course, and was there for the last three years, and, and then, of course, now up here to Fargo. So uh, got a beautiful baby girl, Bridget, and I have been together over nine years now. And back in high school, you know, one day a little bit more in depth, yeah. but I went out, so it's kind of a unique story. Normally, you wouldn't have an IT guy sitting here, right? And nothing on IT guys, but you probably wouldn't have an IT guy calling sports, but my passion was always radio. And so just being in that business, owning that for 15 years, really taught me the business side of things, how to communicate with people. And, and as far as school, man, I really didn't get a chance to go uh, as far as outside of high school uh, because I started that IT business in high school. So yeah, we worked a lot behind yep. the mic, and now you're on. Thank you, John. Rob Hip, voice of the Bison. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Hour number two, Bill Conley, ESPN, joins us next. If you went to eastern Montana, would you find what you're looking for? Waters of a river? You uncovered dinosaur fossils? Would you feel small next to ancient rock formations? Would you learn about native cultures? Would you hear stories of the sacred lands? Would you be forever changed? Go find out. Discover miles of inspiration at visitmt.com slash Montana. Summer is usually the time when you're completing a long to-do list. If one of those things requires an electrician, then you need Rick Electric. It's Chris Hansen, and they've done plenty of great projects at our house. Rick's been doing big projects and small projects all over the area since 1964. For your safety and for that of everyone around you, skip the DIY YouTube electrical work and call the experts at Rick Electric, 233-6194. RickElectric.com. This is for the 
never settle. The ones who believe only quitters and a game and a tie. The type of guys who choose the bar with the biggest TVs to overcompensate for theirs at home. This is the Lodge Man is Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks just added a new dish to their menus, the Chicken Street Corn Salad. The new addition features iceberg lettuce, charred corn, lentils, billionaire's bacon, roasted jalapenos, parmesan pico de gallo, green onions, cilantro, tortilla strips, cream vinaigrette, and chili lime salt. Hi, it's Kelly, and I want to tell you about my great experience with Valley Service Mechanical. They were polite and very easy to deal with. They were knowledgeable and helped me understand every step of the process. From the initial discussion of purchase options to the installation, it was a top-notch experience. If you ever want to work with strongly recommend Valley Service Mechanical. When you're heating help and your plumbing is on the Valley Service Mechanical, 701-293-5701. Online at valleyservice.net. When it's time to find a realtor, word of mouth is important. And Todd Catterman Beyond Realty is a name buys a nation says often. Todd has helped everyone from coaches and administrators to broadcasters and former players and their families buy homes in the FM area. So many invites Todd to buy and sell their homes, and you can too. Call Todd Catermas with Beyond Realty today or visit him in person at 4832 Amber Valley Parkway in Fargo. Todd is a proud partner and the preferred realtor of NDSU Athletics. Beyond Realty, moving the herd one home at a time. The construction is almost done at the Gateway Clearance Center, and the construction sale is going strong. No negotiations necessary, and payments starting as low as $99 a month. That's right, payments starting at just $99 a month at the Gateway Clearance Center with a great selection of clean used cars, trucks, and SUVs. And right now, every vehicle is sale priced. Enjoy extra discounts for the construction sale going on now at Gateway Clearance Center on South University Drive in Fargo or online at FM clearancecenter.com KQB West Fargo KPFX HD3 Kindred and K224FD Fargo Bison 1660 powered by Gateway Chevrolet Cadillac Nissan and Hyundai in Fargo and here's what you need to know this just in in the NBA after requesting a trade Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets have decided to move forward with their partnership GM Sean Marks released a statement saying that they had one goal in mind and that it's a lasting franchise and bring a championship to Brooklyn Will Zalatoris will not be able to participate in the season-ending tour championship because of two back. In addition to not playing in the FedEx Cup finale at Eastlake Golf Club, he will also not be able to compete at next month's President's Cup. In the NFL, commanders are moving defensive and Chase Young to the reserve, physically unable to perform list, meaning miss at least four four games of the season. Bengals safety Jesse Bates, who had not reported to training camp at the start due to failed contract negotiations, reported back to the team today and has officially signed his franchise tag, according to the NFL Network. I'm Monsi Bolaños. You've got the insiders. How you play today from this moment on is how you will be remembered. Bringing you what you need to know and a whole lot more. Topics you care about, guests you know, and the conversations you came to. The insiders are presented by Proceed. Need seed? Think Proceed. Now, here are the insiders. The insiders. The insiders. The insiders. Insiders. The insiders. Andy Rickoff and Bison great Kyle Lemuel. And welcome on in, everybody. Our number two on a Tuesday edition of The Insiders here on Bison 1660 is always brought to you by Proceed. If you need seed, think Proceed online at Proceed. 
Net. also want to make sure we mention the Bison Road Tour is live on our website. I've heard many people reaching out to me or on our, uh, our Facebook page about what are the tour stops this year for the Bison Road Tour. Those are on our website, bison1660.com. And the uh, Bison Road Tour brought to you by the Bridges Apartments. Make college living easy. Lease now and get one month free, all-inclusive pricing, internet, cable, electric, water. Everything is included in your monthly lease. Tour the Bridges near NDSU today or online at bridgesnd.com. And all of our tour stops will have NDSU yard signs, we'll have football tickets, we'll have different Bison swag to give away. You can watch the show live. Some are at around town. Go to our website, bison1660.com. There's a rotating banner. One of them says tour. Click on that one, and you can find all the stops there for you. Basically, I think we've got 15 of them between the uh, next week, so end of August, and throughout the month of September. But right now, let's go to the Epic Companies Hotline for another first-time guest joining us. It's the gone, the big one, Bill Connolly of ESPN, staff writer for them, and a man that has uh, definitely covered college football for quite a while. Wrote a great article that I saw over the weekend on the CS, and it includes something on NDSU as well. Bill, nice enough to join us right now. Uh, great to have you on here, sir. Appreciate the time today. Absolutely. Yeah, nice to have you with us. I saw the article over the weekend, and I thought, let's try and see if we can have this guy on, because this is something that our fan base is definitely going to be intrigued about, just basically off of the headline of it. If I had just read the headline and not the article, I still would have been intrigued, because James Madison's jump, North Dakota State's reign, and the FBS versus FCS conundrum. Without diving into specifics, because we will do that in a little bit, why the article, what was the, the thought behind it, and can you give us just a, a broad sense of, uh, of what it was to be about? Well, honestly, I think, you know, as you know, JMU announces their move was like last October, early November, that kind of period, um, you know, going to the FCS playoffs and, and, you know, just interacting with people on Twitter, basically, it became very, very apparent that fans were super, super psyched about signing up for a potential, you know, six and six records for a while. Uh, while, while NDSU fans, while their team was winning the, uh, you know, FCS again, they were kind of frustrated with the fact that, attendance was going down and it just kind of seemed like everybody was a little bit bored and, and that's Twitter, that's social media, but uh, it was very obvious in talking to everybody at JMU as well. I mean, this is a very exciting time for them, even though they're clearly signing up for a harder schedule and more losses. Um, it, it just kind of worked out very perfectly for them in terms of geography and timing and everything else. And, uh, you know, I wanted the piece to be primarily about JMU, but there's, you know, there's, you had to kind of acknowledge the elephant in the room, and that's the fact that FCS is kind of weird right now where, you know, the champion's kind of bored and the, the roster's changing a little bit. And, uh, you know, with all the changes coming at the top level of the sport as well, it's just kind of an odd time in general. Yeah, I mean, you got JMU, Jacksonville State as well that are moving up, and that's a lot of the top of, of the FCS, but the one that is obviously staying is NDSU, and they've been as top as you can get, the top of the mountain in the FCS here for quite a while. You dove into a whole bunch of things. I know at the beginning you kind of went through the rivalry and, and JMU, which our fans, and they love that. It's been a great kind of additional rivalry outside of conference, which is always interesting when you have an, an out-of-conference rival that you don't necessarily see every year. But you, you dove into a lot of stuff on, on why JMU made the move and, and why they thought it was a good time. Uh, Jeff Bourne, their athletic director, giving you some quotes as well. I'll read a couple of them here and then get your thoughts. Uh, Jeff Bourne saying, the move is something we had always prepared for. It strategically felt like there would be a point in time when an opportunity would come along that made good sense to the university, and they had built up infrastructure and done things right to, to, to basically take advantage of this opportunity when Texas and 
decided to make the move to the SEC, we were all watching what's the trickle down effect. What's where's it going to end? It always ends with the group. Of, you, you end up getting some FCS teams that have to move up or end up getting invited to move up there as well. Uh, what did you take away from your conversation with with Jeff Bourne and, and his thoughts of why JMU wanted to make the move at this point? Yeah, I mean, it really is a timing thing. I think that was something that, you know, when we talk about these things, you know, it's easy to, to say JMU sure seems, you know, it seems like they're ready for a move, but they've been kind of ready for a while. Uh, NDSU, you know, if they make some calls tomorrow, they could probably, you know, work out some pretty decent, uh, you know, I assume an invitation would come if they wanted it to, but it has to be the right one at the right time. And, and that was something that, you know, the Sun Belt wasn't looking to expand right now. And the Sun Belt especially wasn't looking to expand with three Conference USA teams, the, the conference that rated them a decade ago. Um, and, and just the energy around the Sun Belt Conference right now, um, it, it proved kind of perfect. But, you know, they, he, Jeff Bourne said, you know, they, they started looking into this 10 years ago. It was just, you know, they knew they had to build up their infrastructure. They had to improve some of their facilities and, and kind of improve the overall athletic department. And then they had to what would come and when and um it sounded like once you know when texas and oklahoma announced they were leaving for the sec they knew this could be right this could be our time and let's see how this plays out you know old dominion coming aboard too they they had just kind of started a deal with them when odu moved up uh the fact that they were coming along too it was all perfect and you know that we've seen with a lot of fbs teams through the years or fcs teams going to fbs it's kind of a ready fire aim thing you think you're ready uh, but you don't necessarily have the infrastructure. You start to fade as you're making the move, and then the, it takes you a while to to actually do any damage at the FBS level. JMU is about as ready as you're ever going to be. Obviously, NDSU too would be too. You have to have conference, and you have to have the geography there too. And I'm not sure that actually that's the case right now. Yeah, I would I would agree with you. Sometimes the geography is, is something that maybe has been a, a hang up in years past or opportunities past. Again, Bill Connolly with us of ESPN. What a great piece on JMU, NDSU, and the future of the FCS. He also talked with Kurt Signetti, head coach of JMU, who's – I didn't even know his route. You, you dive into kind of some of his backstory, <laughs> his coaching story. I knew he had been with Nick Saban at Alabama, but ever after that, before Elon and, and then JMU is, is quite the story, so I encourage fans to go out there and it. But uh, his quote in this one says – he was asked about the move to the, the Sun Belt, and he said, I think it was a, a slam dunk. We felt like we had outgrown the CAA a little bit, and we were ready to make that FBS move, and not in football, but also in other programs. You know, Kurt Signetti, I think, is a great football coach, definitely knows what he's talking about there. But he's always come off to me as someone that has the, that greater picture in mind. It's not even just about football. He almost like he's an athletic director. He does seem to know of, of how this whole entire athletics department can move up and what was needed when he got there, you know, a number of years ago for JMU and how he was going to continue building the program that Mike Houston had kind of started building there. There was no drop off at all. And, and, you know, the fact that he had come up from D2 and he immediately made something at Elon. I mean, Elon, that, that was a very low level CAA program right there. They had not had any success for a while and they immediately make the playoffs twice. Um, you know, that, that proved a lot, the fact that he could make something of what he inherits. And then, you know, he proved, I, I thought, even more by, you know, sometimes when you go from, you know, an underdog program to a more well-established one, you, you, you have some issues along the way. And obviously, there's been nothing there. They've lost to North Dakota State. They, they lost narrow, a narrow game to West Virginia. They, they had a couple of, like, one-point losses. They've lost five times in three years. And uh, they clearly did not drop off. And, you know, the depth that he's been able to both maintain and kind of add to, I think, overall has been really impressive. That's, you know, North Dakota State, like, I, I wrote it in the piece. There are basically two teams in FCS that could 
hang with them physically, hang with them in terms of line play. And one of them was James Madison, and they're gone now. Yeah, and that for a lot of fans, it's you know this year. Just in terms of the FCS talk, a lot of our fans and even us here on the station, me myself, have said kind of feels like NDSU versus the field because you just don't have those, <laughs> those teams right now. There's the Montana schools, Montana, South Dakota State's a very good team, but you, you have one of those top competitors in JMU leave, which are going to now rise up and try and take their spot as somebody out on that part of the country that can be a, a serious title contender. You also talked with Matt Brown of Extra Points. He's been on this station dozens mm. of times, many times, and, <laughs> and Matt is, is very tied into everything. And and he's always got very interesting things to say. And one thing he said here is, in many ways, GMU's total athletic department and institution share more in common with many other FBS schools. You look under the hood and you say, yeah, that's more of a peer of App State in many ways. That transition is easier. That's not always the case for schools at the FCS level. I do get a, a, a sense, Bill, when you, you have all this realignment going on and, and teams getting moved up, schools in the FCS that's oh, you're, you're just in the South and it's convenient and you're, you're close right. by. And then there's some schools that's like, no, they can actually compete and they have the budget. They invest enough in football. I think GMU falls in that, that last category of, yeah, it's convenient. They're in a good location, but they can really compete where I don't know every FCS school that's gone up recently has really been able to say so. I think they can compete right away. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, that, that's the thing you notice most in terms of just the overall athletic department as a whole. You know, they built up their facilities Jeff talking about how they you know when they it was time to upgrade the basketball facilities they did it with not only FBS but really the power five in mind in terms of you know the access the 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 resources for the students and everything else obviously it's not going to be you know they didn't build it's not Alabama or Kentucky or something but um they they clearly had a long-term plan in mind here and and the success they've seen in other sports you know softball last year that's that's obviously I, I would have to think that they they seem more ready than most, not only to compete in football, but just to compete as an athletic department overall. And that, that's that, it was hard to ignore that. Uh, you know, that's uh, like you said, there are plenty of recruits in the South. You can have a, a well-coached team, uh, you know, that can make the most of level FCS facilities and and do some pretty good things. But that doesn't mean you're going to be able to keep it up once you need 85 of those guys and everything else at the next level. But aside from North Dakota State, it's really hard there's a program that is in better that is better prepared overall, top to bottom, uh, to compete when they get there. And so I'll be surprised if they have some sort of major. They might go six and five or something this year, or five and six because the Belt East is really, really tough. It's hard to not be pretty optimistic about their shot here. Yeah, and you say that about NDSU and about JMU, knowing that the last time we've seen them, they had 63 scholarships. Like it's a different level than the FBS scholarship limit for FCS to FBS. One more quote from Jeff Bourne, the AD at, at JMU. He said, I, I think one of the issues that you have to look at is what does the geographic footprint look like for competition? Yeah. What does it take to get there travel-wise? We felt like the Sun Belt was a great partner. You, you've mentioned, Bill, already, you know, you know, Old Dominion, other schools that are basically in their backyard almost, where the kind of works. Uh, Jeff Bourne goes on to say, if you're talking to Matt Larson out at NDSU or North Dakota State, what does an FBS league look like for him? That's one of the advantages of being in the East is that we're close to institutions, closer to competition. What makes it more feasible for us to consider or which makes it more feasible for us to consider some options? And, and you laid it out pretty well in the piece, too, of, of you know, F- FBS conferences for NDSU. What are there and and which ones look the the most feasible we've mentioned the mountain west you know that one looks feasible you have some teams in the the, the kind of sort of same geographic footprint but you also have 
a team out in Hawaii that you have to travel to. Uh, you know, the you know, Conference USA. What is Conference USA? It seems to be falling apart right now. Uh, the Sun Belt looks like a good option, but are they really adding anybody? The answer right now would, would seem to be no. And the MAC makes some sense geographically, but then you're talking about midweek football, and what does that do for your fan base? Translate <laughs> for a fan base that is pretty passionate about the sport. So where do you think NDSU would, would fit best geographically? Not geographically, but where do you think they would fit best at the FBS level? And do you really think it is just the geography that it is the the holdback here? Yeah, I mean, I do think geography is the primary thing because I mean, it, it seems just about perfect. You know, number one, the style of play. There are a lot of tremendous defenses in the Mountain West last year. Offenses, not so much, uh, but just a ton of schools that, that had kind of top 50, top fifty defensive rankings in my SP Plus schemes and everything. It's a natural fit, you know, being able to play you know, not only the kind of the, the Colorado states and Boise states of the world, but Wyoming, just that kind of, co- well, I mean, we, we know what kind of they're getting currently. Uh, it, there, there are a lot of programs that I think would make perfect sense. And then you would just add up the travel. It's not to say it couldn't happen. Uh, obviously those, uh, all those programs are pr- pretty well dispersed and the travel work and it's a pretty good product on the field. But I think for North Dakota state, it's just, it's an extra thing that they have to figure out. E- even the Mac, I mean, I, in my head, the MAC made perfect geographic sense, and then you realize, I mean, the closest school is Northern Illinois. The closest school after that is in, you know, all the others are basically in, uh, you know, Ohio and Michigan, which is okay, but it's not, it's not amazing. It's not perfect. You're not, it's not, you know, uh, bordering states or anything. So you, yeah, you add to that the fact that you'd be playing a lot of Wednesday night games and all these other issues, and yeah, that doesn't quite seem right. But yeah, no, it's just there's no perfect geographic answer here and and that's that travel piece would change there would be a lot of change to account for there even if everything else makes sense and that's the reason that not the reason but it is definitely a reason NDSU is at least in the spot and also because hey you're having success there there are a lot of fans I'll tell you I bring this (laughs) subject up on this show there's a lot of fans that reach out and say why are we moving why would we want to move we keep winning championships that's not a bad thing and why why do we have to, to stop doing that I get that but there are some fans as you lay out in the piece you know apathy they deal with it at alabama nick saban's even had to come out and say hey can we show up for the games and stay for the whole thing it'd be pretty nice you know and that's alabama of all schools out there a couple of things off of the article which again was was great i encourage people to go out there and read that one but now with the news we heard yesterday oregon and and now they are initiating conversation about how they maybe fit into the conference and typically when you hear that it's not too far away where there's an announcement that they're going to join the conference uh, how do you think that the fallout of that things for NDSU and, and college football at large? It was hard to, it's funny, like with, with the really super high level realize, like, you know, uh, Oklahoma and Texas last year and UCLA, USC this year, I almost, if we hear a rumor about it, I immediately decide it's all, it's, it's bunk. Like it's not real because okay. we don't hear about the big stuff until it happens. It just kind of the day of is when we find out about it. And it's this huge bombshell. So I, I don't know what to make about the Oregon thing. I, I do know that the numbers are are kind of, I don't want to say they're against Oregon, but they're not necessarily for Oregon or Oregon and Washington, I guess we should say. That's usually the, the pairing that we're talking about here because it's the numbers that we're talking about with the TV and everything that's come out lately, uh, they're so enormous. Adding Oregon and Washington, two of the best brands in the country, like Penn State would make less uh, per year. <laughs> By adding them because they just don't bring quite as much to the table uh, in terms of media rights. So it's going to be really interesting to see how, you know, if the Big Ten decides to make those moves, knowing that the other schools would make slightly less 
you know, other than Notre Dame, I don't think there's an answer here. And I don't know, uh, you know, I think for, for the sport, it's probably better if they don't raid anybody else in the West and the Pac-12 can kind of stick together sort of. But I don't know. Like, we're, we're in kind of a weird spot right now where only Notre Dame absolutely brings a lot to the table, but there are still lots and lots of, op- of interesting options on the, uh, you know, out there. I've asked other college football writers this, this question, so I'll ask you. If I gave you a timeline of, of five years from right now, would you say it's likely or not likely that there are basically you know, a Power 5 breakaway or, or three super conferences out there? Yeah, I think right now, five years especially, I, I think the most likely, I'm not extremely confident in any guess here, yeah. but I think the most likely scenario is probably – Big Ten has 16, SEC has 16, Pac-12 adds a couple schools, you know, and then just kind of repairs things from here. I think that's probably the most likely on the table because I don't think Notre Dame has enough reason to leave yet. It sounds like they'll probably have a pretty good deal in place uh, money-wise for themselves. I'm not completely sure it makes sense for Oregon and Washington or for the Big Ten to add other Western schools. Um, it's, yeah, like there are so many scenarios on the table, but I do think the most likely one is that we don't have any more bombshells for a little while here until we get closer to maybe the ACC's grand and suddenly Clemson, Miami, Florida state, all those things become available. That's, that might be the next big thing. We might be done for a little while, but yeah, I'm not, don't, don't ask me to sign my life away on that one. Yeah, I I definitely won't because we've said anything (laughs) is literally anything is possible right now. And I, I think I'm right in this. The Big Ten, their current media deal that they just signed will expire before the current ACC media deal. Right. I mean, that's just yeah. another thing that's ridiculous in this entire story. <laughs> so you got to get a little closer to when that ACC grant of rights is possibly up. Uh, but I think a lot of people think NDSU fits in like a a power or sorry a group of five and top half of FCS kind of combining league. Mm-hmm. I think that would that's where a lot of fans feel like if you have something like that, that could be a pretty good you know, kind of league for the, the sport of college football, if that were to happen. Yeah, I think, I, I do think that, I, I'm not convinced that we're going to have some sort of like 40 or 50 team top division um, here in five, 10 years or whatever. I, again, I'm not amazingly confident in that, but I do think that among other things, you know, one of the quotes I didn't use from Matt Brown, I've talked to Matt Brown a million times, uh, you know, we, former coworkers. Uh, one of the quotes I, he gave me that I didn't use was basically that like, you know, Missouri is still going to need to beat somebody. Missouri's still bottom half of the SEC. Nobody's going to want to pay their coach $8 million a year to go three and nine every year. And you're going to have to be able to schedule opponents outside of the, that quote unquote super league kind of situation. So I do think that an FBS could continue. Uh, you know, maybe it's down to teams. Maybe some teams move up and others move down. But I don't think just that kind of 40, 50 team breakaway is the most likely scenario unless, you know, unless Apple decides to pony up, you know, $20 billion a year for, you know, whatever. That, that could change things, obviously. Yeah. You throw around money like that, and they have it, and you never know. <laughs> you know money yeah. tends to, and that's kind of what's ru- not ruining, but that's what's changing the landscape of college football as we know it right now. And uh, a man that will be covering it as it continues to change, Bill Conley of ESPN, staff writer for him. Nice time. Bill, this was a lot of fun. Really enjoyed the article, loved reading it, and I loved having you on the show today. Thank you. Here we go. Bill Conley, you can follow him on ES- or on Twitter at ESPN underscore Bill C. We'll take a break. We'll come back, kind of dissect that a little bit, and also I'll play my conversation with Trey Lance after the uh, preseason between the 49ers and Vikings when we come back. This is the Insiders on your home for NDSU sports. Bison 1660. 
We take great pride in really doing uh, all the research and the work behind the scenes to make sure that our products just work. We have our own staff member that helps pick the hybrids and the varieties that work in our area. It's meant for you, not for somebody 200 miles away. We test our seed locally. Uh, we produce our seed locally, so we get to see our production fields, where they need to be, and if they work there. Need seed, think ProSeed. ProSeed.net, great seed at a reasonable price. Living at the Bridges has been a great experience for me, and I'm inviting you to come check it out, too. Hey, it's Paige Vargas, pitcher for the Bison softball team. The Bridges has all-inclusive pricing. That means internet, cable, electric, water, everything is included in your one-monthly payment. The units are fully furnished. It has a fitness center, outdoor courtyard with fireplaces and grills, an automated convenience store. And it's across from the shack, so I can walk there every day. Tour today to find out more. Online at BridgesND.com. Hey folks, don't let bad credit hold you back from buying a car. Corwin Public Wholesale can be financed today. Visit CorwinWholesale.com or stop by their location on 38th Street South in Fargo. Corwin Public Wholesale has helped thousands of people who have bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, repo, divorce, or late payments. And with their financing power, Corwin Public Wholesale can get you into any vehicle today. They accept all credit applications. Apply today, drive today at Corwin Public Wholesale. Dakota Refrigeration has been helping the Bison succeed behind the scenes. From their training room to their dining room, from milk to medicine, from ice to ice cream, Dakota Refrigeration has been serving Minnesota, Montana, and CODIS for over four decades. Locally owned and operated since 1974, Dakota is a full-service source for your refrigeration, heating, ventilation, air conditioning, and electrical needs. Dakota Refrigeration, located in Fargo, Bismarck, and Minot. Doesn't matter who you are or where you're from, you're always welcome where there's Jim Beam. Small town guy in a big city, big city guy in a small town, wherever Jim Beam is welcome, you'll be welcome. Country guy at a rock show, Viking fan at a Packer game. Just look for the Jim Beam and you know you're always welcome. Your friends at Jim Beam remind you to drink responsibly. Here's your Red River Valley weather update on Bison 1660. A gorgeous start to the day with 85 degrees and sunny conditions. Not many clouds in the skies, but tonight a 50% chance of some showers and possible thunderstorms of 63. This weather update brought to you by FM Truck Sales. Looking for truck trucks? Check out FM Truck Sales in Moorhead. FM Truck Sales is locally owned with a great staff. Check them out at fmtrucksales.net. From the court to the field and everywhere in between. Your home for NDSU Athletics. Bison 16. We got Rob Hip rocking out here in studio. The Theraldson Ethanol Broadcast Center. You can watch it on our Horse Cam. Horse, Formula with Passion online at horse.com. Also, we got the uh, the Bison 1660 Road Tour. Mentioned that. Mentioned it again because we'll be doing this for about the next five weeks, five, six weeks on here in the season. Our Road Tour coming back once again. Different stops throughout Fargo and West Fargo and uh, surrounding areas. We'll be uh, all throughout the uh, the city here, throughout the town. You can come out and watch the show and also sign up to win some prizes. We'll have football tickets every week. We'll have... Uh, different yard signs, some swag out there. You just got to come out to the show on the road tour, and uh, you can come away with some awesome NDSU and Bison 1660-themed 
prizes. The Bridges Apartments is uh, the sponsor of the road tour, and the Bridges Apartments make living easy. Lease now and get one month free, all-inclusive pricing, internet, cable, electric, water. Everything is included in your monthly lease. Tour the Bridges near NDSU today or online at Bridges. Our tour stops will be at the Bridges, and Rob might even get to see the automated uh, convenience store that they have. Can't wait for that. just a massive vending machine that they call the automated convenience store. That. Yeah. It's great. If I had one of those in my uh, apartment or dorm in college, I would be a lot bigger than I currently am. Yeah. A lot bigger. The automated like cinnamon rolls. The automated causes that problem. It makes yeah. it convenient, hence convenience, convenience store. Convenience store. But there's more than just food there, too. Them, you know, like, it's like cough medicine or cold medicine. So all the things, you know, parents, we were mentioning that earlier in the show when you're bringing your kid off, you're dropping them off at college. Or, what if they get sick? Well, automated convenience store. They got you covered at the Bridges. Again, online. BridgesND.com. If you want to know the tour stops, because we got like multiple every week, you can go onto our website, Bison1660.com. Click on the little rotating banner that says Bison Road Tour, and uh, there are all the stops right there for you on website. Trey Lance played a game. Well, actually, he didn't play in the game, but he had a joint practice. Micah was all over this. He was our joint practice correspondent last week, live gotta, via social media. I got to add that to my Twitter handle. Yes, and resume. Yes. Joint practice correspondent, live via social media. Via social Not media. Not actually there, but live via social media because he was following it closely. Uh, it was there with the 49ers taking on the Vikings. Bit of a preseason game. Uh, you got a chance to go to the game myself, and I wouldn't say it was the most entertaining game overall. There was a lot of backups in. Kings quarterbacks couldn't move the ball worth a lick. Uh, that's why they went out and traded for Nick Mullins yesterday. He had a different backup quarterback, and will probably be moving off of Sean Mannion and Kellen Mond. Uh, but after the game... Stairs and Trey was down there. Said, "Hey, do you want to give Bison fans a little bit of an update on how things are going for you right now, going into year number two? And Trey, of course, being the guy that he is, was nice enough to give us a little bit of time. So here's that conversation. How you feeling, man? Oh, I'm great, man. It's good to be back home, get a win. Great week of practice. Um, I'm super proud of the guys. Man. How was it to be back in Minnesota for a couple? It's awesome. I'm not yeah. exactly where I'm from, but yeah. it's cool to see the high school guys, cool to compete, uh, playing in someone else, different, different setting, uh, different situation." Saw the Vikings brought all of Marshall High, basically the whole town. It seemed like over there. Is that kind of kind of cool for you too? Brought the whole varsity Still crazy to think, like four or five years ago, Marshall High running <laughs> winking offense right. and all that kind of stuff. Crazy, man. Yeah, it's been awesome. Uh, yeah. Like I said, man, it's gone super fast, but super thankful that I'm here in a great situation. But can you tell Bison fans the biggest difference this year compared to last year is for you? Uh, man, everything slowed down. I feel like I'm in a much better place physically and mentally. Uh, but man, we got a fun team, so I'm excited to ride this year. To be back and getting ready for another regular season, is it, can I just have a different feel for you this year, being starting quarterback? No, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. things are a little bit different. Uh, we're maybe trying to take one day at a time and get better every single day. Biggest difference in the NFL compared to NDSU, FCS football? Um, <laughs> a lot of them? Yeah, football's the same. Football's football. Yeah. Uh, but everything else that comes with it for sure, I mean, there's some big differences. But it's been an awesome ride. Like I said, I'm in a great situation, great setting. Uh, we're playing for a great organization. Oh, your former teammates are going through fall camp. Week uh, week four coming up. Yeah. Any memories of week four fall camp? <laughs> for sure, man. They're getting towards a home stretch. So I'm super excited for them. All the brothers up there. Uh, obviously, a few guys that I played with, so... Awesome. Hey, go ahead, man. Uh, it's been awesome to kind of connect, uh, keep reconnecting with those guys. The coaches, yeah. you, you jealous at all the indoor? What's going on? Oh, you got some pretty nice facilities in sure, the NFL, man. but nah, no doubt. Yeah, that's, it's beautiful, man. I got to see it uh, when I was back there this summer. Um, now, knowing that, uh, now, the outdoor field, everything is super cool. 
crazy thing also Christian Watson NFL now guy yeah, you were throwing to too. Yeah, yeah. Man, I got to see him last week uh, yeah man, he's doing a great job finally held me up the pub list so uh, super excited to see what he does this year I think he's gonna do great there he is Trey Lance everybody he's doing good he looked good had a smile on his face. Looked as like he was having a pretty good time. Didn't play in the game. They held him out, which is what most people do, and that's what they should do. You don't want your starter getting hurt. But, man, he says it's slowing down. Things are feeling good for him and, and just happy for the opportunity that the kids got. It kind of touched on just a little bit, but whatever it was. It was it five, six years ago, whatever, when he was in school. And, you know, Marshall was running basically a, an old-school running offense. You know, they'd throw it a little bit, and obviously Trey could throw it, but, you know, wing T – Multiple backs in the backfield. He'd run the ball a lot. Comes to NDSU, and NDSU threw it quite a bit. We know the stats. No interceptions there in 2019 national championship and everything that went into that. And we knew he was special right away. But there was a lot of running, a lot of it involved. And then in 2020, that one game against Central Arkansas, and then last year doesn't play other than just a couple of games for the 49ers. So the amount of reps he's had in the last couple of years, like legit NFL ready football, is is just not a ton of them uh, compared to other quarterbacks in their second year NFL program. So. There's going to be a learning period. There's going to be ups and downs, but he's got a really good roster around him. I think a coach is going to put him in phenomenal situations. Kyle Shanahan really knows what he's doing with football and, and calling the plays there. So excited for him and what that season's going to be like. Hopefully we get a chance to, to catch up with him again at some point. But that was pretty fun that Trey stopped by for a bit. Yeah, and I think it's cool. You already see how Fortner Nation is embracing him and mm-hmm. through all of what he did at NDSU. I was I wanted to see him play when they played Sam, of course, in the but it didn't happen. Didn't get a yep. chance to see him. And so being here now and getting to know people and just learning more about him and how embraced he was, tremendous great guy. Ignore what the TV said a while ago about throwing three interceptions in practice. Practice? We're talking about practice? Exactly. Doesn't matter. It's game day. That's when it matters. Yeah, everyone's dissecting everything he does, right? We, we need something to talk about, and this is the offseason. But you know, last year it was, he's not taking enough chances, and, and you, you figure things out. He's, he's, he's got to be more aggressive in practice, and now it's he's throwing too many interceptions. He's too aggressive in practice. It's, it's the same. We stuff. need to cue up that AI soundbite from years ago. Practice? practice? Not even a game. Yeah, we not talking even a about game. Practice. Come on, Micah. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> you know, people dissect this game a ton, but looking forward to seeing what Trey can do out there with the 49ers and just another one of those, those pro buyers. Hopefully get a chance to maybe catch up with Christian Watson that, that week one when the Vikings uh, take on the Packers down at U.S. Bank Stadium. But happy to give a little update on what's happening with our, our very own Trey Lance. What do you think are reasonable expectations for first year for him? With a really good team, their team expectations are Super Bowl because they have a team that's good enough to reach that. They were just in the NFC title game last year. I, yeah, I was listening earlier to to a show talking about expectations of quarterbacks, and you think, okay, I've got this great guy that automatically means we're going to a Super Bowl. But you go back and you, know, you talk about other quarterbacks that have been in the league for 18, 15, 16, 17, 18 years and have only been to one Super Bowl. Yeah. So I don't know if you can label a team saying, okay, we're now a Super Bowl contender, unless Tom Brady's on the team, of course. That's mm-hmm. just always a given. But I think just the success that he had at NDSU and what he was able to accomplish here, and that's what I love about this university is it puts players on the map. It puts them in the NFL. When you come to NDSU, you've got a good chance at being drafted if you're a great athlete, and we've seen that so many times over the years. But I think what he's going to bring there to 49er fans and to that to that area is going to be tremendous, and we're going to see a lot of things out of him. But, you know, it's the first year. What's going to happen? We saw Dak Prescott. I'm a big Cowboys fan. Go ahead, cough. Let it out. <coughs> uh, I don't say that they're America's team, by the way, 
there's an expectation that we're going to lose every year, but that's okay. But, They're America's team to hate. But you go out and you see a quarterback like Dak had a phenomenal first year, and everybody said make the team of the crop in the league, and then had the sophomore slump and didn't do anything. And you know, so we'll see what happens. But I'm I'm believing in Trey. I think he's a great kid. He's got a great attitude. That's something else I think a lot of people overlook is, yeah, your play on the field is tremendous, but what are you doing off the field? Because that's starting to play an important role, not just what can you do on the field. Of course, you better go out there and win or you're not going to keep that job, mm-hmm. but it's the that he has off the field. And folks here have seen that over the years, and we'll see what happens, man. I'm excited to watch him play. I may become a 49ers fan now. You just have to be. I mean, it's like bringing back the Jerry Rice and Joe Montana days. I've said, you know, fantasy football guy, never drafted a Packer, never really want to because Got to separate the fandom a little bit there from the fantasy team, but Christian Watson's on there. If he's available, you know, I might have to take a flyers because NDSU connection. I know how good of a player he is. If I got a little inside information, you know, take the take the stab if you can in, in fantasy football. Uh, you're not really much of a fantasy guy. I was you, terrible. You want to get into it? I want to get into it. Maybe yeah. we need to do a, like a fantasy with with Rob Hip and Bison fans, yeah. and then they can they can uh, you know chime in whenever like me there on that fantasy league because. Yeah, I, I was always the fan guy in fantasy when I did play. So mm-hmm. of course, Cowboys fan. All right, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Tony Romo. He was always a good, really good fantasy quarterback. Yeah. His stats second in the league all time. Unbelievable the run that he had. But I would get him. I would get Jason Witten. I would get Ezekiel. Elliott. You know all these guys. Des I would Bryant. Just, Des Bryant. You would always get him. Back then it was T.O. My quarterback. That's my quarterback. Yeah. T.O. You got to so get T.O. Yeah, T.O. was great yeah. too. I, I mean, I have certain teams. I'll try and get a couple of Vikings if I can, but I just it's more so separate. I don't want I don't want to cheer for the Packers when they're playing the Vikings or when they're playing anybody really. But Christian Watson's one I have to to link up with for a, for a fantasy. That's season. what fantasy football does, though, because you get so involved in it that now you're not cheering for your team to exactly. win, and that's where it's like, man, I really want to cheer, but I don't want to lose points. What do I do here? Mm-hmm. You know, I have to say I always my team first, and then the fantasy team. There you so. go. Vikings first, and, and then we worry about the fantasy team after that one. If worst comes to worst and I lose because the Vikings won, then at least the, the Vikings got to win. That They're, is not a fair-weather fan, no. Andy Rickoff, in the house. I try to be as uh, take my emotions of fantasy football out of it. And uh, we'll take fantasy football out of it, being the show. When we come back, we'll uh, take a break. For, uh, the favorite things that Bison fans have said to Rob Hipp, some recommendations for you, and also some of their favorite memories that uh, they have passed along to you from NDSU as well. All that and more when we come back here on The Insiders, brought to you by Proceed. You've got the insiders on your Bison Nation station. Bison 1660. It's almost time for the Western Minnesota Steam Threshers Reunion in Rolog, Minnesota. Join them Labor Day weekend, September 2nd through the 5th, for an exciting and for the whole family. This year features Rumley Oil pull tractors and machinery, including the arrival of Kerosene Annie. Enjoy two parades daily, plus horsepower demonstrations, ladies' activities, vintage style shows, kids' activities, and more. Labor Day weekend, September 2nd through the 5th in Rolog, Minnesota. For more information, log.com. When is the last time you went to the dentist? Has it been more than six months? Then it's time to make an appointment. My friends at About Smiles Dental are accepting new patients, not only for you, your entire family. Our family loves the team at About Smiles. And let's be honest, there's no better feeling than a clean and healthy smile. At About Smiles, their name says it all. Your smile is their top priority. It's easy to skip appointments, but the dentist isn't one you should. You're keeping up with your oral hygiene. Schedule your appointments at 
Smiles Dental. NDSU football takes the field September 3rd on Bison 1660. We're here with you before the game. And James Hendricks here with you on Bison Game Day, getting you ready for NDSU football. During the game. Looking over center, it's caught! It's a touchdown! It's a touchdown! And after the game. Welcome into Bison Hotline, Andy Rickoff, James Hendricks, Chris Hansen here with you on the show. A full game day of green and gold every Saturday. The national champions play here on Bison 1660. My DQ is on 52nd Avenue and in Dilworth. Try the Blizzard of the Month, Reese's Cake 5. Made with Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Pretzel Bites, Peanuts, Art Topping. While you're there, pick up a box of Dilly Bars for the office and make everyone's day. Shake up your lunch routine with the A1 Signature Stack Burger with thick and hearty A1 Steak Sauce, Creamy Peppercorn Sauce, and Crunchy Onion Rings right on the burger. Visit My DQ on 52nd Avenue and now in Dilworth with the same great owners of both locations. Take care of your property with equipment you can count on, like the Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of our under 100-horsepower tractor lineup rated number one for reliability, and Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles, where durability meets speed. Visit your local Kubota dealer for a demo today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Kubota of the Lakes has you covered for all your lawn care equipment and service needs. Kubota of the Lakes, Highway 10, Detroit Lakes, or online at KubotaOfTheLakes.com. It's August, and that means it's time for annual Schumacher Tire Sale. For over 25 years, Schumacher Tire has been giving you the best deal on Cooper Tires with their buy three Cooper Tires at regular price and get the fourth tire free. If you haven't taken advantage of this sale, now is the time to jump on board and get new Cooper Tires on all of the vehicles in your household. So check your tires and hurry into your full-service auto repair shop tire dealer, Schumacher Tire, located on 13th Avenue in Fargo. Listening to your home for NDSU athletics. Here with you inside the Theraldson Ethanol Broadcast Center. Theraldson Ethanol is one of the nation's largest ethanol facilities. 175 million gallon per year ethanol plant located just west of Castleton. Join their growing team today and fuel your future. Online to theraldsonethanol.com to view their open positions. A couple of people chiming in on the, uh, you know, telling Rob Hip what he's got to experience here in Fargo. We have uh, Donley in Jamestown saying, on the return trip when you're coming back from, from Texas with the move here, Rob, you got to stop by the great town of Belfour, North Dakota, where Cordell Volson is from. I think it's a little out of the way. It's going to add like a couple hours to your trip, so probably going to hold off on that. It's only a town of about 40 people, and all of them are Volsons, I think. I'm, I'm pretty confident that everyone that lives there is a Volson at some point, and they have been to Fargo. The entire town comes out here to watch not just Cordell, but Tanner as well, his brother that played at NDSU. Great people out there in Balfour. It is a fun little spot. But all those small towns, a lot of nine-man football products have, have come to NDSU and succeeded like Cordell. Yes. Yeah, so you know, you, you guys talk about nine-man football. We didn't have that in Texas. We have six-man football. So I'm, I've I heard a nine-man football for the first time here. And the small towns, I, that's some of the best parts of America. And I'm not just saying that to, you know, it's a butter-up yeah. segment here. It really is. I love going into small towns because literally everybody embraces the local sport that's there the high school level everybody's at, everybody's a part of it i love the small towns man mm-hmm. and uh, by the way i want to let people know we have a cool event going on in the fargo area today actually over at the delta hotel across from green it's uh, the hired job fair going on from one to four 
again, at the Delta Hotel across from Granite City, sponsored by Titan Machinery, Northern Pipe Products, and Job Service of ND. Bring a copy of your resume. Come dress to impress. Bunch of job openings there, different companies that as well. We got dozens of them at this hired job fair. Go over there, over 75 businesses and multiple positions available at the hired job fair. Again, 1 to 4 p.m. at the Delta Hotel across from Granite City today for uh, the hired job fair put on by Radio FM Media and some others there. Uh, so make sure you go stop out and uh, maybe get a job as well. Just find out some of the open positions and, and see what's out there in the local area. Somebody else chimed in our text line says, um, let me scroll up for this one. A guy you've actually talked with before sent us a little text, and uh, I, this will be on that behind the bison segment that you've told us about yeah, a little yeah. bit. This is our good friend Mac. Mac, Mac what's Gray, up, man? Who, uh, yeah. says, I have a question for Rob. What call are you most excited to make? A pick six, a late touchdown in the fourth down stop to close out a game. I love defense stops, man. Okay. I love defensive stops. I've had an opportunity to call a few of those, you know, my in my career, and they, I love calling those stops because it's huge. Defense yeah. wins games, man. Code Green, baby. I love to give Code Green a lot of love this year. Yeah. So, you rather have a sack or a, like a touchdown pass? I would rather have. Well. I, I like calling touchdown passes. Yeah. But if, yeah if you, I mean, if you're on a fourth down, though, and you you stop yeah. them, especially at the goal line. I called a cinch as we were down to the final two seconds of high school broadcast, and I called our high school uh, defense. They had a code name as well. Now I can't even remember what it was. You put me on the spot. But uh, we called them like the Green Storm, I think it was. Nothing too flashy. But they six inches, boom, game over, we win. Those are fun ones Give to call. Give our listeners an idea of how big high school football is. Huge. So we're talking – Districts, some of them, $80 million for a stadium in Allen, Texas. Nuts (laughs) what they do. There is high school stadiums that are bigger and better. Some Division I at the FCS. And it's, it's nuts to think about that kind of interaction. And it's it's huge. I mean, it's a it's a multi billion dollar industry. Yeah, it's just Billi- ridiculous. It's billions. Seen, when we're down there in Frisco, seeing some of the high school stadiums, and I'm like, I, people have said it enough. You, you know, what, you have a grasp of how big until yeah, you're down there and huge. probably actually go as well. Uh, we got to take. So I'll take it here. We'll take the break. We'll come back. We'll uh, go over some last minute things on the end of the show. We'll have plenty of time at the end of the show. First show for Robin. We're on time. We're ahead of time on this. this happened. So this is credit to you, Rob. We're on time. I've been for snapping us. my fingers. You know, Mike <laughs> has been running the dials good. You just been keeping us on track. Me and Andy and Kyle, we just get on a roll and we just Start lose about time. Strange. Yep. Start talking about eyebrows. Yep. Different we'll get things to that like that. One day we'll get to that stuff. One day as well. Uh, we'll take a break right now. Is what we'll do. We'll look back. We'll wrap up the show for you next. A sports talk station that Bison Nation deserves. Bison 1660. Yeah, this was pretty wild, especially for us. I heard about this, but I just thought, YOLO. We were both a little, eh, but experimenting's fun. When I found out he was into it, I was like, yep, let's just do it. Hard tea, lemonade, same time? What? Nice hard teas, half and half is something we both do together. Nice hard teas, half and half. I ain't never going back. Half and half, whoop, whoop. Oh, calm down, honey, they get it. Oh, oh, sorry. Slam summer. Nice hard tea. Drink hard, play nice. Nice. Party responsibly. Talking about your farm finances shouldn't be intimidating. This is Scott Zalondek with Cornerstone Bank. We're owned and managed community bank. We know the ins and outs of ag banking. Importantly, we know what it means to be there for our customers. Find the right person to talk to you about your finances. Someone you feel comfortable with. Someone you trust for the advice and direction you need. Come to Cornerstone Bank. Cornerstone Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. 
With over 900 vehicles in stock, Corwin Auto has you covered. Looking for better fuel economy? Hybrids and electric vehicles. Need more room for that growing family? We have it. Upgrade to a van, SUV, or crossover. Need more horsepower to work and play harder. We have the biggest selection of new and used trucks in the area. Get exactly what you are looking for and don't settle when you can shop over none vehicles on the lot and ready for a move. Corwin Auto has you covered. Shop online, CorwinAuto.com. If your current job is no longer fulfilling and your hard work and commitment isn't resulting in bigger paychecks, consider a change. Radio FM Media opening for an account executive. Successful people in this career are good at building and maintaining client relationships, helping clients succeed by utilizing radio, events, sports marketing, and digital campaigns. If this sounds like something that fits your personality and work ethic, the idea of being in a creative energy environment excites at Radio FM Media. Theraldson Ethanol, the ethanol plant located in Castleton, North Dakota, is accepting applications for a process operator. Work four days on, four days off, night and day swing shifts. Applicants have a general understanding of process and operating procedures and a willingness to learn procedures for the ethanol industry. Theraldson Ethanol offers on-the-job training and an excellent benefits program. Email your resume to rcarter at theraldsonethanol.com or apply in per- 3540 53rd Avenue Southeast in Castleton, North Dakota. Finally, beautiful weather is here, and so is a summer of fun. That means more time in your car. Make sure your vehicle is ready at one of the Jiffy Lubes of Fargo. Oil changes are the number one maintenance item that's neglected. At Jiffy Lube of Fargo, it's easy. No appointment needed. Just drive in for your signature service oil change. Plus a check on the priority items to make sure your vehicle is working hard and can get you everywhere you want to go this summer. Jiffy Lube of Fargo has proudly served the Fargo-Moorhead Metro for over five decades. Jiffy Lube of Fargo, where you can do more in a Jiffy. He played professional football, and the other guy obsesses over his fantasy football team. Every year I set this league up. Every year, and I this was the year. It's Kyle Emanuel and Andy Rickoff, the insiders on Bison 1660. Final segment of the show today, Rob Hip's first full show. It's kind of flown by for you. Very fast. Yeah. goes quicker than you think when you're on here. Even if it sounds like two hours, it sounds crazy. But once you get going, you get a couple of guests. Can I uh, roll right through it? You had a couple of questions for me from uh, our segment with Bill Conley. Yeah, I did. Yeah, man, you just toss that right over. Here uh, we go. Here ESPN. we go. Yeah, so, you know, something I think about, I was at, I was at Sam there for th- three going on four years, and th- maybe, the qu- maybe the answer to this question is pretty obvious, but do you think that schools at the FCS level, are they going to the FBS just because of money? Because here's here's where I'm going with this. If you play an FBS school as an FCS school, you know, games, your big mm-hmm. games that you get paid for, your money games, as an FCS school, you'll get maybe $400,000. But as an FBS school playing another FBS, instead of that four hundred k, you're looking at over a million dollars per game. So, I mean, again, the answer may be obvious, but do you think that some schools are just making that move? And I'm not insinuating anything, but do you think making that move primarily for money because they need the financial benefit of it? Well, absolutely, there's some. And I think it comes down to your your media rights, too. There's other conferences out there that just don't have as good of media rights in the FCS. And, like, NDSU is in a, a, a great spot because, the, you know, the TV contracts, radio contract, that's it's up there as well. They, they make a lot more money off the media rights than basically everybody else at the FCS level. So if you can go up to the Sun Belt conference usa the, you know, the american you're you're doing pretty well as an fcs school and you get up to one of their media rights deals and their tv deals you're making a whole lot more also the other thing about playing those teams those fbs teams once they're in the fbs you now it doesn't sound as cool as oh an fcs team taking on the fbs but once you're up there it's more 
accessible to get those games. You're yeah. going to get a better chance to take it on more of those Power 5 teams every year, two times a year. People bring that about, about, about NDSU. One reason they don't face NDSU is because, well, they've beaten a lot yeah. of FBS teams. Uh, Arizona is going to be one of them this year that, that is playing NDSU, but it doesn't happen every year because they don't want to face a team they could lose to in yeah. the FCS. One six in a row. I, I don't think if NDSU were to move up to the FBS that all of a sudden everyone jumps. I might I probably disagree with some people there. I don't think you can get teams in the Big Ten or Big 12 that say, oh, now you're an FBS team. Yeah, we'll take you on. Still, it's just as good of a program. You still don't want to lose to a group of five team. It also looks bad on the resume if you're a power five team and you lose to a group of five team. But I, I think they'd be more accessible for sure. It'd be easier than it is now. I don't know how much easier, but I think it would be easier. And, you, and there's absolutely schools that go up just for that financial benefit. And schools, like I said with Bill, that they're just there because their geography worked out for them. Financially, I don't think they can really afford to do it, but they're doing it. Yeah, and I think some are making that jump, hoping, okay, if we make the jump, then maybe the resource is kind of like the yeah. field of dreams. If you build it, they will come. Exactly. So we'll see what happens. You mentioned, too, about media rights. There's some conferences that don't even pay for your team being on TV. Yep. So that's another thing to kind of think about. Yeah, so you go to a conference that has a TV deal. You know, it's not the $7 billion one that the Big Ten just signed, but it's something. It definitely adds and makes it more tempting to go up to that level. In some schools, it's we don't know what the future of the college football landscape is. It's better just to be there. At least then you're there, right? You're you're in that, that club, so to speak, of the FBS. It's one letter. That's all it is. But it seems like it, it holds a lot of weight, at least in that uh, that hierarchy of, of college football and sure. what could happen down the road. But I only got a couple minutes left. Uh, you had some Bison fans that you would ask yeah, for their yeah. favorite Bison moments. I wanted to uh, give them a shout Facebook, out. Facebook, and they had replied with a bunch of their favorite moments yeah, in NDSU did. history. I, I want to give it, and very quickly, I, I would be remin- I have to mention this. Today uh, would have been Kobe Bryant's 44th birthday. Rock the NBA world, uh, of course, Two when he ago. passed a couple of years ago. But August 23rd, 1978, one of the greatest uh, up there, and there's a lot of them, but one of the greatest there in the NBA. Hey, man, uh, so yeah, Chichi, 19... 19- 69. Had a lot of folks commenting on this. It was cool. I put out a tweet. I said, you know your favorite Bison stories. And David Buchanan sent in one. The 1969 season. Of course, D2, then undefeated national champion. It was the homecoming game versus UND at Dakota Field. He, he spent some time here talking about his favorite memories of that game. The Bison won 64-14. He was 16 years old, sitting in the front row at the 50-yard line of the North stands he said welcome to bison family so thank him also blake kruger sending in uh, an email to me with his favorite bison memory i've got a ton of them christy hansen sending stuff we'll have to get to these down the road i know we, that we don't have a lot of time will. some people literally wrote me a story on these and another guy sent me seven pages of <laughs> notes a special shout out to tim for that you'll folks. get more stories like that you will continue to and hey keep sending them in text them to us email them to us send us those those great moments that you remember as a fan, a young fan, why you became a big Bison fan, why it's ingrained so deeply in this community. Want to get Rob a little taste of what Bison Nation is like before the first uh, game, which is like a week and a half away at this point. It's getting Coming crazy. quick, horns Coming up. Real quick, horns up. There you go. And uh, you'll be out. You're out now for a couple of days. I'm out. We'll see you back here next week and get you ready for game number one. I'll be back. Show was good? It was great. You'll be back for show two? It was great. I'll be back. Okay. There we go. Appreciate everybody listening today. Big thanks as well to uh, to Micah Bindi on the console, to you guys for listening, Bill Cusson for joining us, and Elliot Clough on the mix. Back with you again tomorrow from 11 to 1. Thunder. Thunder. Thunder.
Hi, this is Chris with Express Employment Professionals. The annual Sugar Beet Harvest is here, and we are in the process of hiring over 1,300 people. And you could harvest yourself up to $3,200 in just two short weeks. Positions are filling fast, so pile on and call today. 791-6738. Express Employment Professionals. The annual Sugar Beet Harvest is now in the process of hiring over 1,300 people. And you yourself up to $3,200 in just two short weeks. Positions are filling fast, so pile on and call today. 791-6738. Tired of your vehicle sounding like this? Want it to sound like this? Or this? The Exhaust Sons Automotive can help you. From exhaust, oil changes, brakes, alignments, and more, there's nothing the ASC certified technicians at Bruns Automotive can handle. With three generations of automotive.